0: Welcome to Fire Breathing Kittens, an actual play podcast. Every episode microplot is a complete adventure with a beginning and an end that fits into the overarching macroplot of the whole season. Because they stand sturdily on their own, you can listen to these adventures in any order and can skip any you don't enjoy. Today, we are playing using the combat mechanics from a game called Dungeoneering. In this game, players delve into the depths of a dangerous dungeon to discover traps, bad guys, and most importantly, loot. A bit of a disclaimer, it's our first time playing this game, so we probably won't do everything perfectly. If you enjoy these mechanics, you can find Dungeoneering on drive slash product slash 383958 slash Dungeoneering. That's drive-thru-t-h-r-u-r-p-g Build your own Dungeoneering character and play a game with friends. Speaking of friends, today we are joined by Olathe.
1: I'm Aletha. I am very tall at six foot two, and I have corn yellow hair, tan skin, blue eyes, and I have pointed ears, of course, because I am an elf. I also like to wear dark clothing of the blue variety, and I am very excited to be here.
0: Next, we have Ava.
1: Howdy, them,
2: My name's Avarice H, but you can call me Ava. So I am uh, pretty sure, unlike. Uh, Oletha, I'm about five feet tall and uh, about nine to five pounds so I don't weigh much. i got uh, I got big wings though usually missing feathers and purple skin uh, white hair that i I dyed black today just because I felt like it and red eyes and I got a couple of little dragons, but i will see those later and I usually wear black black leather and a black cowboy hat.
0: Nice and finally we have Flex. out of there?
3: Lex Arcana, nice to meet you. I'm a Liam Hemsworth type, but after a recent accident, I'm a man stitched together by both magic and machine. Clearly, my eye and my arm are mechanical, and many runes hold my body together, lest I die and go to my dear beloved mama. But no, I exist on this earth doing whatever job I can Scraping by in this hard place we call life.
0: Excellent. And thank you. Before I explain the game further, I'd like the listeners to know that this is one of two episodes that we here at Fire the Breathing Kittens call companion episodes. Companion episodes are two games with two different sets of players that start out the same, but can have drastically different outcomes. Today, we're playing Dungeoneering, a game designed to be played between bigger games as a sort of side game, focused on grabbing as much loot as you can from a dungeon. Because of this, the game has basic stats and classes that can adapt to work with most other games. There are four main stats, Might, Intellect, Agility, and Favor. They correspond with each of the four available classes, Warrior, Magician, Thief, and Prophet. Would each of the players please state their chosen classes, anything special they'd like to share about their character? Starting with Aletha.
1: Well, Aletha is a ward warrior, which means she is equivalent to a fighter if you've come from our D&D episodes. Um, and she can attack a lot. That's her thing. She can hit things a lot. Um, and she also can lift really heavy things a lot as well. Those are her special abilities.
0: All right, and next, we go to Ava.
1: <clears throat> so, uh,
2: Ava is, in this game, a magician. She uh, can use, well, obviously magic, <laughs> and doesn't really have much going for her otherwise. Um, intellect is her main stat, because that suits a magician. And her dragons, Penny and Malum, are um, stated as the paper bird companion for Penny, and the master's bauble companion for Malum. Um, So those are a couple special caveats um, that she has. (laughs) Oh yeah, and she uses her feathers instead of like a staff for attacks because staffs aren't really her vibe.
0: Got it. And then next we got Flex. Oh, you know
3: Flex is a what is it? Prophet? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Uh, His mainstead is Favor and he just loves his mama. In lieu of a prayer book he has a family photo album and of course instead of a staff he has his mama's gun (laughs) uh he can do many fun rituals and things like that uh but mainly the important little thing to know about flex is uh while he holds many jobs he is first and foremost a treasure hunter so when it comes to a dungeon Oh, I'm going to grab that loot, brother.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah, whatever, whatever can be sold for money, used for my power, that's what I'm after.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you. Now that we have a good idea of what each character looks like and has a for this adventure, let's begin the game proper with a quick synopsis. You're holding onto a signed job notice. It reads, Adventurers Wanted, Dungeon Delve for Riches and Glory. The Nicomoi Museum of Natural History is looking for volunteers to uncover an ancient treasure vault. After recent seismic activity, a crag in the side of a nearby canyon formed. This crag may lead to a rumored treasure vault, a dwarven treasure vault, that has been buried by massive landslide hundreds of years ago. With this recent turn of events, we're in need of headstrong warriors or not warriors, adventurers, willing to accompany one of our archaeologists uh, in exploring this craft. Question, hmm?
3: does it say that on the paper? Is it like crossed out warriors, adventurers? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, for, this is sure, yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> but uh, not really, for sure, yes. will be accompanying one of our archaeologists in exploring this crag that possibly leads to the treasure vault and recover as much treasure as you can carry. What the museum wants are ancient artifacts. Adventurers signing up for this mission must be willing to part ways with whatever artifacts they find. They will be handsomely rewarded for their contribution and have the opportunity to mark the names on the plaques of any artifacts found. Signed, Rhys Eris, Director of Underground Expeditions. You've taken on this job, spoken with director Reese, and are now approaching this crag with archaeologist Archibald Arcana in your company. <laughs> Archibald Arcana is Flex Arcana's father, and it's a spitting image of his son. Oh, God, if not dang slightly it, my less freaking hum- dad's here. <laughs> 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 if not, he is a spitting image of his son, if not slightly less muscular, due to his retirement from adventuring. It's the afternoon, and the sun is shining brightly into the canyon. Sweat beads on your forehead as vultures circle you overhead. Colorful cacti contrast against the dry, drab rocks and sand. Archibald's nose buried deep in his book as you near your destination.
3: Yeah, bet it is. Freaking nerd. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, like, pulling aside Ava and Olaith, being like, I'm, I'm sorry my dad's here. (laughs) <laughs> this is like uh, really embarrassing for me.
2: Are you saying that we shouldn't have saved him last time because it would spare you the embarrassment? Hey, I mean, if you need him, if, I'm just going to lower my voice. If you need him sent to hell, I, <laughs> look,
3: if, if, I, it, love, that's I am disappointed in my father and I am working through this. Uh, but I don't want to like freaking in hell, dude.
2: hey i i I always wish i could put my dad there but my mom won't let me i I, I won't be able to come back (laughs)
3: so do you want me to kill your dad is that just a thing we're doing now oh like do you need your dad murdered (laughs) (laughs) he um, motions to her like very sarcastically
1: i mean well unfortunately my dad is already dead but think of it this way flex oh oh, shoot i'm sorry we've already (laughs) dealt with your father before, so at least nobody new is getting to meet him and deal with him in your presence.
3: Oh yeah, you guys already know what a nerd he is. <laughs> yes. That is
2: true. But and Flex, I'm, I, as much as I would like to take you up on your offer, I must decline because I, I gotta protect him from even the stupid thugs he gets in business with.
3: <laughs> well, hey, Panky Promise, if either one of us needs our dad murdered, we got our backs, right?
4: <laughs>
2: sure if, if, if my mom will allow it
3: <laughs> so he puts out one of like his arm with all like the cursed runes that are stitching together his form that should be dead pinky is promise
2: like, is it like the mechanical one
3: no no this is the rune arm
2: oh okay um yeah i i i will i will take that um pinky, you i will do the pinky there's like a
3: slight snap of magic as this pinky promise is made
2: Elijah will as you, you well. Just, you just made a deal with the devil. Oh, <laughs> hey!
3: If your dad ever comes back to life and is evil, I will also murder your dad too. <laughs> yeah,
4: and same, same in case year. you guys,
0: in case the party members need witnesses, the vultures are as your witness. <laughs>
3: you got our back, vultures.
0: <laughs> yeah, these Caw! are just. Or whatever. Also,
4: <laughs>
3: I, I've recently learned the ability to make inanimate things talk and become alive, <laughs> so I can Beauty and the Beast stuff anytime we need. Just so you know.
2: Nice. No, I I just recently acquired a um. I just recently acquired a realm of my own, so I can portal us in and out of that realm when needed. <laughs> you don't need to know. Details of how I got it. But oh Laith, what's up with you? Because we
3: gotta go in this freaking dwarven dungeon thing and like w- what's our game plan? Like what's our formation walking in? We need a tight formation. Is anyone good at noticing anything?
1: Well, now we know how that's not how we work. We just kinda go into things until we hit the hit the problem and then we then we've planned right? Like we know this about ourselves. And I will say, last time I went out with a party, I did use my bow against aliens, so I think we'll be okay. I think we'll be okay.
0: All right, well... Okay, with that, I'm going... hmm? No, go on. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to advance it a little bit more. So now you finally arrive at the crag. The harsh sunlight shines directly into the cave mouth, but it's swallowed by the black darkness within. A little tremor is felt and sand falls from the ceiling. It seems that there's still some seismic activity going on. You wonder, is it actually a good idea to delve into a cave that's frequently experiencing tectonic shifts? But then you remember that there's a supposed treasure vault filled with infinite riches. Mm -hmm. It might be worth the risk.
1: I look at um, Flex's dad, and I go, well, now, Archie, you're the nerd here. Do you got any uh, maps or evil translations that are translated with directions or what
0: um as far as i'm aware just it's there was a supposed dwarven treasure vault that buried under our landslide in this general area hundreds of years ago and now that this crag's formed it might lead towards that treasure vault not sure what we'll find in there but as far as i'm aware should just be a straight in into the into this cave system that might lead to it should be it had a roof i remember that he, he pulls out the book and shows you what the treasure what the treasure vault supposedly looks like kind of looks like the entrance of a temple with some columns going up to it and it shows like a big door there and it's like this roof should it should lead like with the, that space the crag should lead to that space there
1: well she looks at Flex. Should we be keeping, I mean, your dad kind of weakling. We probably should keep him in between us, right? At least as far, like, I know you're talking about formations, but that's probably a given.
3: I look my father dead in the eye and I speak to Olaf. No, we don't need to take care of him. If he's half the man that I was born from, he'll be just fine. He's coming out. He he finally left the library, didn't you? You're going to be the man Mm -hmm. that I remember as my pappy. Or are you going to be the man you are? I mean, uh, anyway, he'll be fine. (laughs) And then I I break eye contact and look at (laughs) Olaith.
1: Well, shall we?
3: Let's shall.
2: Yeah, as long as there's no digging involved, let's do it. All right, you guys can do the digging. Yeah, you, you two, and you as well. Points at, points at Archibald. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: He's like, "Oh, eh, well, he gets a plan." And there's another little tremor, and Archibald's like, "Wait a minute!" And he puts his hand up to the, to the ground, and he says, "Well, I've I've studied uh, seismology quite a bit in my time, and I know that's not an earthquake. That's more like an explosion, or like some heavy machinery, actually." Hmm. A looks up at you and says, like, oh, let's continue.
2: Well, if someone's if someone's going after our treasure, they're gonna have to deal with us. That, that's uh, our treasure. <laughs>
0: yeah. mm. Yes, let's get to it. Okay. Before the players delve in this cave, we need to go over party positions. There are two position lines, melee and ranged. Melee line can make melee and ranged attacks. The ranged line can only make ranged attacks, but may attempt to flee a fight with an agility check. Changing party position during combat costs an action. You can change at any time outside of combat. Everyone please decide on the party positions before entering. And in case you guys are wondering, Archibald wants to be in a ranged position. He doesn't have any weapons on him. All he has is the book. The book titled... What is the title of it? The History of Dwarven Civilization Waso. That's his weapon, if anything. (laughs) He does have his fists, and he's pretty still, pretty still, pretty strong. Still, still can pack a punch. Just a normal punch, <laughs> not like uh, not like Flex's punch. Uh,
3: speaking of Flex's punch, I will be in the melee range because mm-hmm. I generally, even with my, I, I'm going to be punching. <laughs> I have a gun, and even with <laughs> my gun, I still use it short range. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's punch 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 things go wrong okay i guess i gotta shoot you
0: he's got a strong his mama's gun which is really strong it really packs a punch but man does he not have good aim <laughs> yeah I, <laughs> because I'm... his agility mod is one so he has to roll a one to hit with it oh <laughs> man it packs when he uses it and if it lands Ooh. Hence,
3: why I use it such close range. Because I can't, I can't mm. hit anything with this thing. It's not a good gun. It's just my mom's gun. Mm.
1: <laughs> it's your emotional support weapon. It's my exactly. emotional
3: support weapon. Hey, you,
2: you have an emotional support weapon. I got emotional support dragons.
0: <laughs> Speaking of dragons, so go to Ava. Ava, what is your line? Melee, or range, line. The only difference is that one is that the range line can't make melee attacks, but you can use an action to flee.
2: Okay, uh, I guess let's go melee because I, I probably will be switching between them. I can't do that much in terms of- oh, actually wait, I, I'm like about as bad at punching as flex is at shooting, because <laughs> I, I think my might modifier is one, and my other attacks are all ranged, so, hmm. I, I guess,
1: okay, yeah, I think I should be ranged.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, and we'll Olathe.
1: I am going to be melee.
0: You're going to be in melee range? Okay. It works. I
3: turn the three-way pinky promise into a three-way high five. <laughs> as me and Olathe walk to the front and Ava goes to the back.
2: I, I, I send I send um, Malum to give you guys a high five. <laughs> as I go to the range position.
3: <laughs> uh, I do like kind of whisper to you, like, my dad doesn't like suck. You should be okay. You're not alone <laughs> back there.
2: I can handle myself. And, 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 and then I wink at Flex.
3: <laughs> Gosh darn right. Fist
4: bump. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and with that, you guys enter. Um, you begin walking into the cave. You need to light torches in order to see. For those listening, dungeoneering uses the mechanic called Dungeon Turns to track a player's limited resources. The three resources in this game are torches, nourishment, and rest. After a certain amount of dungeon turns pass, these resources begin to deplete. When each of these players' resources is depleted, they suffer a penalty. So you guys would, as you're walking through the cave, you guys need to light your torches, and you begin walking forward, and it begins burning. And it'll go out when you enter the first room of this dungeon. Or it'll not go out, but it'll begin to burn out. So you have six uses of each torch. So, when you go into this next room, it's a dungeon turn, and it depletes it by one. So, in the first room, you enter after around ten minutes of walking down a winding path. It straightens out, and a wooden door can be seen ahead. As you approach the door, you hear voices on the other side.
3: Quick question, why is it bad if the torch burns out?
0: If the torch burns out, you are blinded, and that means you have to roll, I believe... There, There is a penalty. Let me look it up real quick. Mm, sight has okay. a, I top. have it
1: in front of us. Um, it says, oh, every six turns, torches must be replenished. Otherwise, they go out and the dark characters are considered blind. Any action that requires sight has a one in six chance of success until no longer blinded.
3: That's very rough. Okay.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. And they get rougher because there are two others. There's one for eating. If you run out eating and drinking... Um, what does that one do? Any actions take two additional dungeon turns Oof. to perform while malnourished. Wow. So you're starting to run out of resources faster. Mm. And then the one for rest is when making a check, you have to roll two D6s. What that means is you want to roll low, so that's saying, oh, you're going to roll high every time you roll.
2: Wow. That is, yep. <laughs>
0: so awesome. those are the penalties for all three of those. You don't starve to death and just that uh, You're just really hungry. Like, this is an audio really
3: podcast, so the listeners can't see me frantically looking at my character sheet. Being I mean, like, <laughs> wait, how many torches? I, I've never cared about torches and rations before in my life.
2: Yeah, same here. Me too. And, and like um yeah, yeah if, if we have to roll 2d6s, some of my like um I'm literally unable to do anything except for like favor and intellect cuz my might and magical. I'm the same way are with mods. other games. Or both one.
3: Honestly, I'm really relying on the beauty and the beast mechanics to get me through <laughs> most things.
2: Uh, we, we can we can portal uh as well. <laughs> I got a portal Bro, that can have like, disastrous effects if I if I miscast it.
3: Hey Ava, does your portal look like hell on the inside, or like what's your, what are we walking into?
2: Do you do, do you want do you want to see it?
3: I mean, like I feel like it's impolite <laughs> to ask a lady to see her portal.
2: <laughs> 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 well. Y'all wouldn't be the first. <laughs>
3: well <laughs> shoot, girl, <there's> Lucy. <laughs> I
2: mean, she is that dimension, uh as ever since she got it, I mean anyone who's curious to go into her like place that she lives in and doesn't have an invite, just immediately gets gets transported into there and they can't get out until she gets there. <laughs> Usually they end up going insane and running to the swamp. <laughs> awesome.
3: As one does.
0: All right. We went over resources. You want me to go over the room that you guys are in? Yes. One more time? Please. Yeah. This is a re- quick refresher. Okay. So uh, um, you're walking 10 minutes down a winding path. It straightens out and a wooden door can be seen ahead. As you approach the door, you hear voices on the other side. Do
1: we we recognize these voices? Do they sound familiar?
0: Oh, uh sound familiar to you? No, like someone you rec- remember? No. Um, but if you listen, you understand that they're speaking in common and they sound like kobolds. Awesome. Uh
3: I want to move like motion for my father to move away from the door and quickly ask him, "Hey, Papa. Uh, oh, sorry. Daddy. Uh, <laughs> are we the first team to come through here?" Or have there been people before us?
0: He looks at the at the wooden door and narrows his eyes using his his father using his past his post um, or his previous, adventuring intuition. He says, "There may have been some monsters that might have have settled in well before we got here." Well, I mean, yeah, because looking at the looking at the design of that door, it seems pretty rather crude.
3: I mean, yeah, duh. Uh, but I like motion to like the adventure flyer we have, and mm-hmm. I go like, are we the first people to come through here? Mm-hmm. Not that cold are you, are our you people. asking if like,
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, but like He says this. Sorry, go.
0: Oh, as he he's going to say that it, you know, the crack had formed recently, and you guys were sent out as re- as soon as possible, but there may have been some creatures or adventurers or just anyone might have might have come across it. This is a pri- oh this area is like a privately owned by the museum so it's heavily guarded. That doesn't mean someone can't sneak in or sneak in from other directions or other ways. So, he's not entirely sure, but his intuition tells him that yeah, there's definitely been some people getting or some creatures or other adventurers or someone like holding themselves in here.
3: Dope. I go to I motion for my party to come over and I kind of like look at my dad like I I don't like motion him away but I look at him like Mm -hmm. a child does to their parent of like I'm talking to my friends right now. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) Oh after you turn and huddle with them he takes his book out again because he's been reading the entire time. Yeah he he was
3: reading the entire time when mama should have been avenged but (laughs) 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 and just so the listeners now know that's why flex doesn't like his dad um hey so who's our face we got a muscle face and then a mysterious one where they don't know what's up with the third
2: (laughs) i mean i scare away people so if, if you want me to intimidate i can do that real easily or i can charm the hell out of them but i don't know
1: I mean i'm I look just at itching Ole for a fight
3: and i'm like so face
1: yes i'll be the face i have been charming lately
3: awesome so it sounds like muscle for you and then i'll be mysterious
1: awesome sounds like a plan because I, I don't go
3: looking for a fight i want what? i want to hurt these little cobalts. because you know we'll murder the heck out of them <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, and and in that case, yeah, no, I I don't think think so. Yeah, no. <laughs> let's switch, Flex. You're more muscular, the two of us. You'd be the muscle.
3: uh-huh Okay, you are mysterious. <laughs> um, then yeah, I'll brandish my gun and my mechanical arm. Uh, but like, let's not try to kill these kobolds. We just need to get at the treasure. We're here true. to make money, y'all.
1: True. True.
0: True.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: All right.
0: If you guys continue listening, you can hear that they're talking about how they're in the middle of a discussion. You can't hear exactly what they're saying, but they're talking about how they discovered a big find. There's light shining through the cracks, like a faint, fiery light, and the door is unlocked.
1: Awesome. Um, I make sure my bow is like behind, behind, switching out of Olathe, is behind my back, and then I knock. No, I don't knock. I just open the door and I go howdy.
0: As you enter, um, they're not right there. You actually say say howdy, and you notice there are two paths in front of you. One's to the right, and it curves to the left. And you see the kobolds sitting around a campfire. So you open it up and you say howdy, and they're kind of far away, but they but they notice you and you look over and they see you. I walk up, and they're a bit spoot, and one spoot when they see. You.
3: I walk up and sit at their campfire. Are they eating?
0: <laughs> um, no, they're they were in the middle of just discussion actually. Oh, well, but they see it. You, you just walk up casually to sit down next to them.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why did you? Sit? That's a muscle move. <laughs> <laughs> I want to sit down next to the fire, so I will, and then Olathe will handle the talking.
2: <laughs> and I'll just be I'll just like come up from behind them like arms crossed looking at them mysteriously with my wings just slightly spread but not fully spread
0: <laughs> uh-huh oh they're, they're freaking out now because they just <laughs> this big bustly guy with the mechanical arm and a gun <laughs> Just sits down next to him. <laughs> just, just the Chad move of just, yeah, I'm here now. This is my campfire. They're freaking out. They're, they're grabbing out trying to daggers and backing away from Flex, and they're looking up at Olathe. Who just, who, well, she said hello first, caught their attention. And just Flex is marching in there. I guess no one has done
3: anything threatening. Yep,
4: exactly. They're just
3: intimidated by our aura. A dragon has <laughs> yes. frightful presence.
0: And so. Oh, do Oh, the dragons! <laughs> oh my God! They see the dragons.
2: <laughs> the, the dragons just like uh, just like turn just start circling the 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 campfire as well, but like out of the kobold's reach, of course. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, now that's no way to greet a friendly stranger. Aletha starts <laughs> to like slowly put her hands up. She's like, "We're just here, same as you." I'm assuming to do some research Mm -hmm. for a museum, and she, like, casually pulls up her sleeve to show her, like, her fire-breathing kitten's tattoo, and she goes, well, Mm -hmm. now, I couldn't happen but over here that y'all found a big find. Now, we don't necessarily need your help. We are professionals. However, we aren't really looking for a fight. We're just looking to do our job and get on out of here, if you understand what I'm trying to say
0: hmm they're kind of they're kind of scared and cowering at a- a- everyone that's here and and all the dragons that are flying around the the devil girl and the guy with the gun and you're being so nice and just being very matter of fact like look we're professionals we're here <laughs> we heard you found found the treasure vault now you get out of our way we're not trying to hurt anyone and they just kind of like uh, like okay uh uh can, can we just can we leave then uh Well, of course
1: you can leave. Now, do remember, though, if you send anyone after us, we do know your face. And while I'm kind and I don't really particularly like to get violent, that is such a lie, listeners. uh, (laughs) She, uh, uh, my friends over here do not share my philosophies. And she's like, Sweetly smiling and just like sitting there and like full on, just bless your heart (laughs) attitude. Uh,
3: (laughs) Flex has pulled out a pack of cigarettes and like is lighting one and motions to one of the kobolds, like, You want one? (laughs)
0: No, thank you. I don't smoke. Uh, uh, um, I'm gonna...
2: Yeah, and, and then I'll I'll look at
0: and he looks <laughs> up at the dragons flying around, seeing all the sparkly malum Yeah,
2: like I'll I'll just like um I'll just like look at them and grin, like my my eyes like glowing a little bit red, mark golden markings mm-hmm. sl- going slightly up my face. I never forget a face, <laughs> just at the kobolds <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. They're looking. They, <laughs> they look up at you guys and are kind of intimidated. They're, they're looking like they're wanting to run, but then all of a sudden you hear another tremor and more dust falls from the ceiling. You're like, uh, uh, another cave-in's gonna happen, guys. And they look at you. And it's like, uh yeah, the, the treasure vaults that way. Uh, um, we we gotta go. Um, so bye. And they and they want to run out back the way you guys came. And they actually as they're running to get ready to run, they look. at Is that the way out? Yes, have a nice trip. Okay, be careful, they say reassuringly. (laughs) Even though you guys intimidated them, they still care care about you guys enough to let you know to be careful. Uh Because they're afraid of now the cave in. It seemed like they've dealt with cave ins before, and they start sprinting out there where you guys came, just kind of running. They just run past uh, uh, Archibald, not even noticing him (laughs) or paying mind to him. (laughs) I kind of they look his, back to they're Archibald. just flailing their arms running past his legs running out of the cave
3: I give a casual glance to my father to see if he is proud of me
0: <laughs> he didn't notice yeah figures <laughs> there you go you rooted out the uh the, the room there awesome so now you notice after you sat down and decided to like just be chads like that <laughs> You notice there's actually a lot of loot in this room, including a chest.
4: Hmm.
0: Whose chest? There's a chest right, actually right next to... You, you sat next to the campfire to them, and then you're like, hmm, now what's in this room? You look behind you, and there's a chest just sitting so, right there. So
3: the kobolds have left, right? Mm-hmm. I immediately look at my friends and go, oh my god, we're so freaking cool. We
0: freaking <laughs> did it, dude. <laughs>
3: dude. It was so rad when I came in. I sat down, and they freaking... Ava with your dragons and your freaking look at your eyes, man. Oh, and Olaith, look at this cute little flower. Oh, man, we're so freaking cool. I just yeah. freak out.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, nice nice talking to them, Olaith. You really put on the charm there. I, I wouldn't right. have thought that, that, that you were that arrow um, um <laughs> you know, boss lady <laughs> from how you talk to him.
1: Well, if you can keep them unawares, when I do eventually end up having to stab them, they aren't ready for it.
2: You and I think alike, Olay, <laughs> and then just like, uh, like, um, fist bump. <laughs> Hold nice. fist over a bump.
3: <laughs> All right, well, let's enjoy the spoils of our frickin' victory, and I've popped the chest.
0: Oh, you go to pop the chest, but it's locked, you realize. Oh. But there are other things around. There's a table with some blueprints spread across it and some other things like some scrolls, some other things. Um, on the table is a blueprint of the kobold plans. Um, the co- Where are the kobold plans? Let me read them out. Okay, laying on the table is a blueprint depicting crude drawings and directions. The writing is chaotic, but you can discern meaning from it. The kobolds built an elevator nearby, and began digging for riches. They dug up the big find, a huge bipedal mech with a drill hand. Over time, they managed to get it operational and started digging faster. They soon dug their way into the treasure vault and they're setting up for extraction.
2: Bipedal mech with the drill? That sounds up your alley flex.
0: Dude, am I gonna <laughs> get a frickin' <laughs> robot?
3: <laughs> Do you know how long Maybe? he's like, uh, like squatting on the ground, like head between his knees? Like, is there a frickin' mech here? <laughs> um yeah flex is freaking out but is focused on the chest uh what, what do i need to do to unlock it
0: um you're going to need either a key you need to lock pick it or you can force the lock break their lock but forcing to break the lock takes a couple turns um but on the table go ahead and roll everyone go ahead and roll the better of your intellect or intellect or favor Hmm. So we get a D six, roll it, and let me know what you rolled. And you want to roll at or below your intellect or favor.
2: I rolled an, a four in intellect.
3: So if my favor's four, so. ten and I roll a D six, there's no way I can fail, right?
0: Oh no no! Oh, you you're, roll a six. you're a mod. Oh the your 10 mod. Would, okay. Your mod would be a five, so you need to roll a five or less.
2: Yeah, as long as you roll a six, you're good. I don't roll a okay, six. Okay. What again. did
0: you? What did? What did Flex roll? Three, three. Okay. And then Olathe. I
1: rolled a five, and my mod is two. So I, like, uber failed that. The
0: the one who knows it the most or immediately is Flex. And Flex notices a key on the table. Oh, wait. Kind of scattered with all the other stuff. Also on the table, um, some scribing tools and a fireball, fireball scroll and the word of blessings scroll.
2: Wait, um, so, so didn't I wait? I rolled a four, on my modifiers is four, so wouldn't I notice stuff too?
0: Yeah, you would have okay. noticed it, but Good. since I had, I had everyone roll, the one who had the best result noticed it first. Okay. So, Flex, you you do notice it as well, but but you notice it right after he does. So Flex notices the key on the table, uh, and you everyone else can see all the scrolls. So there's a there are scribing tools, which is something that you can use to write into your grimoires or your prayer book, and there's a fire roll, fireball scroll and a, the word of blessing scroll, and each of those weigh one.
2: Hmm. Well, I mean, Malum, because he's a master's bauble in this thing, can actually take a scroll, so he, he, yes. could, he could use one of them.
0: Mm-hmm. You can load that into Malum.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. D-
3: definitely load the dragon with a fireball.
2: <laughs> I, I have fireball too, um, but okay, like we can like send him in front of us and he can fireball a room or something. <laughs> Okay, sure. I can load the dragon with fireball.
3: Uh, and at this point, we're not carrying anything, so let's just grab everything and we'll drop stuff mm-hmm. as soon as it
0: becomes an issue. Mm. So now that you got the key, you want to try it on the chest? I mean, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it opens and you guys find 60 gold pieces, a moonstone, a jade, and those gemstones don't weigh anything. A silver goblet that's worth 50 gold, that weighs one. And you find one of those fast food, you know those paper fast food hats? You find one of those, and inscribed on the inside is the King of the Chicken Nuggets. And this is the Crown of the Pretender. And it, when you wear it, you get a negative one to your favor checks. And it weighs nothing.
3: I'm waiting. <laughs> I mean, like, take it, but... I'm not touching that thing, dude. I got an image to
0: protect. <laughs> okay. And you also find a Gnarled Gemstaff, which weighs two. And that's. Some- oh, be sure to look up Crown of the Pretender and Gnarled Gemstaff in the magic items section of the book. That's where you'll find it. So, a Gnarled gem staff is something that only a magician can use. That's something for Ava.
2: What is it? It's a
0: Gnarled Gemstaff. And there's also a crate, and inside the crate are three pickaxes, a hand axe, some light armor, a bomb trap with instructions. Well, no one can really use it because they're not a thief. And following mace trap instructions. There's no trap with it, though. And a painting of a cow, valued at 20 GP, weighs one.
1: All right, so we need to divide this out if we're going to take some of this stuff.
2: I, I would actually like the crown of the pretender. That sounds fun. That sounds like a fun.
3: <laughs> oh, Ava, you're better than that. Uh, <laughs> I will say, treasure wise, if we come out through this exit, we can grab this on the way out.
1: If also because if, there might be cave-ins. Don't forget.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. but if we get caved in, we have a, I don't think we're worried about freaking cow painting.
1: True.
3: True true true. Uh do, do you think like what you ever play a game Skyrim? You know you get to the end of a dungeon, <laughs> you seem like I'm in the middle of a whole mountain and then suddenly it's like, oh, here's an exit right to the front door. You think that's the mm-hmm. situation we're dealing with?
2: Who who knows? I I I wouldn't
1: know. I mean, perhaps.
3: Cause uh being a little bit of a dungeon man myself If we got to exit, we need a a straight shot exit out so we can run real quick, you know?
5: But I do want
3: that robot. (laughs) If we get the robot, then we can just drill through anything. (sighs) What a world. I look off in the distance.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, I'll I'll take the staff with me. It looks like it could be valuable, um, and I could use it in this dungeon at least. It's not... yeah, this this isn't really something I usually use cuz it's just too heavy. I don't staffs aren't really my thing. Mm-hmm. I prefer swords. But you know what? This looks like it'll be useful in here. So I'll just I'll take mm-hmm. that.
4: i mm-hmm.
2: I'll take the crown of pretender if no one wants it cuz it just this looks so cool. It looks so funny.
3: Yeah, no. Oh, and the
0: last <laughs> the last couple things are in here is a barrel that's labeled with the Hestia's Bestia's logo, and it's filled with Hestia's Bestia's sour cream and onion chip flavoring dust. <laughs>
3: Flex <He's> definitely <laughs> wets his pinky, sticks it
0: in, and then eats some dry. It's amazing and unhealthy. It's it's that so you know it's you know it's bad for you so bad that's why it's so good. Hmm. It's so delicious, so tasty. <laughs> And there's also one last thing, a stylish red carpet in front of the table valued well, at twenty five gold pieces. It weighs one, but
3: so mm, carpet c- what's our weight limit? What are we working with?
0: um Ava's weight limit is five, and um Flex and oletha, you have a six because you have a little bit more might than Ava all right, so I'm gonna go with... A lot. all
3: this all this stuff is dumb. this is cobalt level loot. Let's move on. <laughs> I want the robot.
1: We should probably take any documents relating to the robot though. Just in case we get there and we have mm-hmm. to try to make it work. Mm-hmm. Uh, also that
3: trap blueprint. I feel like yeah. that might be useful.
4: Awesome.
2: Mm-hmm. Alright. So that was a
0: following mace trap instructions. Mm-hmm.
2: Alright. And anyone take down like the gold and gems and stuff.
0: Oh yeah,
3: anything weightless we grab.
0: Do you need me to? Oh, the weightless stuff. You need me to. Well, the gold isn't one hundred percent weightless. Once you collect two hundred gold, it weighs one.
3: All right. Well, so then we'll grab the sixty. The yep.
0: mm-hmm. so sixty gold, the moonstone and jade, moonstone. which they they have a little bit of value. The moonstone costs ten GP, jade costs twenty, and there's a silver goblet that costs fifty GP, but it weighs one.
3: Okay, so yeah. our total party weight would be. Uh, 17, right? Yes. So what's the total weight of all the objects in the room?
0: Because
3: you listed, like, a bunch of stuff, and I forgot.
0: Do you guys take the hand axe, light armor, and let take
3: everything.
0: Okay. Everything? That would be 14.
3: Okay, we take everything. And then we'll start knocking stuff off once it becomes an issue in the mm-hmm. next room.
0: Awesome. Okay.
2: Hmm.
0: Now help you guys out with it. That's perfectly fine. Also, Archibald looks over and says, um... I can carry some stuff as well if you need me to.
2: Yeah. Um. How about you carry this staff then? M- <laughs> maybe it can be useful.
0: I'm just looking. I'm just looking at Flex's <laughs> face as he came up. I'm just,
3: I just Flex just hates his dad. That his dad's here.
0: He's like both at
3: work and hanging out with friends, and his parent is here.
0: <laughs> but unfor- unfortunately, he uh, can't carry too much because you know. He lost some of his muscle mass after retiring from his adventure. He didn't retire, he quit. (laughs) 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 Okay. So, just so you know, you can load some stuff off to him if you'd like. Uh, What is his carrying
3: capacity? Because I think it's best to. Five. five. Okay, so five. So, 22. So, our total Mm -hmm. thing is 22. Um. Who wants to carry the important stuff? Who wants to carry the loot stuff? And then who wants to carry the extras?
1: I'll take the, like, the moonstone, the cup, that kind of stuff.
3: Okay, so the valuables go to Olay. So in case somebody falls on a hole, we can be like, okay, they had all the valuables on them. I'll take all of the hand axes, the rug, like, the boring <laughs> stuff. And then do you want to carry the magic, Ava?
2: Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Okay. Cool. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know what the staff though because it will be minus two to intellect. That means I probably I cannot fail, right? Because because um, like even if I roll a six, it'll turn into a four.
0: You're saying the gnarled gem staff gives you what minus again? two to
2: intellect checks?
0: Intellect checks, right? Right. So and you have what a five four. or a four? Yep.
2: So if I use it, I can't. Um, you fail. can
0: still fail on exactly a six. Okay, okay. A six is an auto fail. Because
2: I, I still want to have the chance of failure because the mis mm-hmm, misfires mm-hmm. look so fun.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. All good.
1: Yeah, but cool. I'll, I'll take
2: right, the magic so stuff. Sounds good.
0: There's another door leading to the next room.
1: Well, shall so we? You go through it. Let's do it.
3: Uh
0: check the doorknob. Yep, it's unlocked.
3: Uh is there a keyhole or I look for basically i look for traps
0: oh okay oh okay so the door opens up and into another hallway it turns 90 degrees to the left and as you're looking for traps you notice a, from that remember that diagram of the falling mace trap mm. it comes with a trip wire you notice a trip wire around the corner
3: freaking tripwire dude
1: well does anybody have a knife we could just
3: Oh, no, you know what I do have, though, is two legs and a step over the tripwire.
0: <laughs> yes, you guys would be able to step over the tripwire just fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it, it, it's, easily, it's easy to just trip, or not trip it, but to step over it. And you notice that above you, to disable it, it requires a thief. To disable it safely. Oh, so you guys I, I was
3: gonna say, in, uh, no, I got a way to disable it, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, get down the other end of the hallway. Then I'm gonna cut it and lean against the wall. Where? Well. Right, because the swinging mace, it would go down the center of the hallway.
2: Or, or, um, couldn't I send? What if I send Malum to like go right under the tripwire and then just quickly cut it and um and then go back. That's yeah, another way. you
0: guys, now that you guys know how to, yeah, it's a simple trap, you guys be able to cut the tripwire without being, without, it, it'd go off, but yeah.
3: Yeah, it, basically we want to be, you it, it wouldn't it, be, you wouldn't put yourself in harm's way. Exactly. Yeah. That way, in case, again, we need an exit route.
4: Mm-hmm. Now we
3: don't have to mm-hmm. deal with the swinging mace trap. True. <laughs> Somebody gets knocked in the back of the head while we're running. And
0: although no one can really use the, or set up the trap, it drops a mace and you guys can take the mace with if you want. It weighs one. And the, just to clarify, the hand axe and the mace, both are like the same stats as like a sword. So it deals, it's a melee weapon that does three damage.
3: I'm doing this exactly like a video game. Let's max our encumbrance and then deal with it. So we're at 15 yeah. now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. Yes.
0: Yep. And you get to the door, a door ahead, and it's locked and you don't have a key that works on it. So you have to use a key, a lockpick or use brute force. And using brute force, you can just shoulder it for two dungeon turns, and that will break the door down.
3: I was going to say, I motioned my gun and go, I got a key that works on this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Um, if you would like, we could solve it that way, or we could just battering ram our way through. No,
3: I think we should try to finesse it before we try force. Force should be a last resort.
1: Well,
0: fine. All right, go ahead and... Take your gun and roll. Um, what is it? Uh, roll a d six to to fire at it. You have to try to roll a no, one. No, no, no.
3: I, I want to try mm-hmm. to like lock pick it first.
0: Oh, lock it. Yeah, oh, gun you can really is do the last resort. You can't lock pick it because you're not a thief. You need thieves tools. Oh,
3: so we don't have another option. We have to brute force the door. Yeah, doors. you
0: have you have to break it down. Well, then I shoot the
3: freaking door, dude. Mm-hmm. So I got to roll a what a six.
0: Well, you don't have to roll. You could just put it up against the lock and then shoot it. It's still going to count as two dungeon turns, though, so unfortunately. We'll just roleplay this at.
3: Yeah, one turn is me shooting the lock real cool, and then the second turn is me shouldering through the door, like for there the broken door jam.
0: Nice. And after you guys do that, because it's been... One, three. Okay, you guys have one more turn on your torch here. Actually, no, 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 that's, that's no, that, your torch goes out after you break it down, so you have to light another torch. Uh,
3: I just realized that. Okay. How many torches does everybody have? Five. Five. So we're at a total of 15, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which, what is it, 15 times six is...
0: Wait, wait, it's it's six turns. Okay, you have one more turn. I forgot, yeah, but torches have six. We have, have a six. total
3: of, uh, what is it, six times 15 is six and 90? 90 turns?
0: Oh, no, no. Everyone has to use their torches. You can't use each other's torches. So, but, you but only have to torches. What would be the mechanical
3: difference of me using all of my torches first, and then somebody else uses all theirs, and then the next Oh,
0: you can't, you can't do it like that. Everyone has to use their own torches. Oh, Otherwise, so we need if, to one, all if be... two people have a torch and one doesn't, that person takes the penalty. Mm. So it's...
3: That's insane. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, that's fine. I don't think mm-hmm. that's how light works, but... Yeah, yeah it's, it. it's best, the mechanics
1: <laughs> it's, of the game. It's fantasy light.
3: <laughs> it's, oh, yeah, it's it's magic light. Uh, yeah. Okay, so we have a total then of six times five is 30, 30 turns. Mm-hmm. And we're at what? Turn what? Uh, six. This was turn, turn five. This is turn
0: five. Turn five. It hasn't gone out yet. I just I just remember. I thought they had five each It's six each. So you have one more turn on your torch.
3: So we should think about the idea of the point of no return. Once we hit turn 15, we either uh, need to find more torches or turn back and run
0: out.
1: Sounds Mm -hmm. like a plan to me. Mm -hmm.
0: All right. So you enter, you break down this door and you walk in. The dust settles from where the door collapsed. And you look around, you enter a massive room. Imagine an upside-down capital T. You enter from the bottom of the right wing. Directly in front of you is a flat two-story stone wall with a red rug laid out in front of it. The wing you're standing in extends to your left, and a hallway down the wing to the right is a massive... Or, And halfway down the wing to the right is a massive hallway lined with stone columns. Don't know if I described that well enough. Do you need me to take... Kind of give you a better explanation
2: is there like a fork in the, is it like essentially a, a dead end and then goes to two hallways
0: if you if you imagine like that upside down capital t like you're in the bottom right side and the wing i'm talking about is the other side the bottom of the t and the big wide hallway with the columns is the big part of the t going
3: up we can go right to a big room or we can go straight to something else
0: it's straight to the other end and and the other wing is symmetrical to the other side. You can see that there's a similarly placed red rug. However, the rug is placed in front of a metal door. And at the end of the wing, which is like the, the far end of the so, wing, is another wooden door. Just
3: to be clear, what takes a dungeon turn?
0: Um, a dungeon turn is taken up when, when you go into the next room. So you can do all kinds of activities while you're in this okay. room, and it's still the same turn. Other things take dungeon turns. Like I said, when you were breaking down the door, that costs two dungeon turns. When you're lock picking a lock, that takes one dungeon turn, in addition to just moving to the next room. Okay. So it's it's essentially like a dungeon turn is like time spent and time going by. I gotcha.
1: Well, shall we do columns first, or because I'm assuming that's gonna be where the big stuff is?
3: Same idea, but in reverse. Maybe we do the other thing first because it seems like columns is where the big stuff is. Sure. Also, there's definitely a trap under that rug. I point at the <laughs> red rug boot in front of a door. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> it's a basic red rug.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, that's a freaking trap if I've ever seen it, one. It's
0: worth less gold than the one you collected already. Mm-hmm. It's it's about ten gold pieces of worth, but it's it's basic and it weighs the same, so
3: I very quickly just pull the rug up. Yep, there's nothing there. <laughs> All right, rug. <laughs> you win this time. I shoot the rug.
0: <laughs> oh, by the way, Archibald, as he's going into this room, he looks over at the area with the columns and he like, hmm. hmm. And he starts going over there and kneels down against next to something. You see he's kneeling down next to a skeleton. Oh, to my father's his brushes
4: kneeling? To,
0: <laughs> n- kneeling next to one of these skeletons and starts dusting the... The skeleton's skull and looking and studying it and picking up a coin and looking at like, hmm, fascinating. Hmm. And starts writing notes.
1: Hey, uh, Archie, care to share? Because uh, we're going to go down this one hallway, but if you're finding what you need for the museum, you might need to tell us so we can help
0: you out. He shakes his head. The carvings of this structure date back further than speculated. Did they get the date wrong? He doesn't seem to be listening. He seems to be very in- into like everything going on here. Like all of, like the architecture, like the columns, he's looking at the structures, he's looking at the skeletons, and it's like this individual met a fate. Hmm. <laughs> Holding up another co- coin. Hmm, fascinating. You hear some clinking in the in that big hallway. Like clink, clink, like kind of echoing deeper in. Archibald doesn't seem the know so but you guys do.
3: I'm gonna wait and watch for the absolute last moment to save my father from the impending trap
4: <laughs>
3: Yeah, because I I, I, i'm imagining a big pendulum just like a big blade coming down and like i'm looking at it and i'm like
0: it's gonna hit him it's gonna hit him so you guys <laughs> are just watching in anticipation uh, wanting to know yeah
2: I'll, I'll just be i'll just turn around and be like so, do we, do we like, uh, protect your father, or do we just go the other way <laughs> and leave, and just, like, you know, see what's in that room? Look,
3: he he can't die. <laughs> it's it's like a thing. I don't know why he can't die, but he's being dumb. I'll, t- I'll tell you that. Um, can we look for the source of the clinking while we're talking?
4: Yeah, sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, the clinking gets closer and closer and he can hear it next to Archibald. And then um, it kind of steps out. Archibald's not paying attention to it because he's looking at something. And it comes out from behind the column. And I linked the image of it in chat here. One second.
1: Aw, it's so cute.
0: One second. Um, Let me describe it to the audience. The source of the clinking sound is an ovular football-shaped or a football-sized clockwork spider has a three pointed legs protruding out of each of its sides, a single ocular sensor at its front, and a red V-shaped button on its back, paint fo- pointing towards its head. You can see into its back through a glass panel, which reveals moving belts and gears. Ow. And it's just it kind of comes around the column and is just kind of looking up at Archibald. Archibald has not noticed it yet, and it's just kind of you see it's like the little ocular things inside kind of like twisting and turning and it's just kind of focusing on archibald
1: well now i know a pet when i see one and aletha's gonna go try to like tame it
3: (laughs) oh Mm -hmm. oh i think i got a very specific thing that would help with this could i use word of awakening on
0: this oh it's already awakened like it's already it's for inanimate objects this is this is a sentient being oh definitely mm-hmm. so in work. yeah my, just just for clarification well then i my, pull out my gun my yeah
2: <laughs> my, my, my dragons are definitely going to it they're they're very they're very curious and they're just like oh look mm-hmm. especially Bellum. Mm-hmm.
0: so all you Aletha says she went up first mm-hmm. so Elatha goes up and says what does Elatha do for it just says hello how you doing
1: sh- she walks up slowly and she like she holds out her hand and she goes, well, hi there, little fella. Care to be a pet or care to be a friend? Fully, it fully aware it, that her kinda... the people behind her back are like ready to attack. <laughs> yeah,
3: w- Flex is just shaking his head no and holding his gun.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and
2: like, as I said, I just, I mean, I'm not doing anything, but my dragons are just curious. They're not like ready to attack or anything. They're just going up to it. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. So it turns its little spider legs over, kinda of motion turning around to face you looks up. it kind of look you see it focus its lens focusing in and out on you. And you just hear it go doot 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 and it starts like just kind of crawling around your feet in a circle real happily. Do-do, do-do, no, you, do-do, 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 just dooting really happily around you. You're gonna get and the freaking dragon storm, starts fitting too. <laughs> <laughs> dragon starts spinning with it too it just do and that gets Archibald's attention and he's like oh that's one of those and he starts flicking through the pages take a look and he shows you pictures of these things one second I've got another picture I want to pull up but he shows you another one but this one happens to have a blue button on it but it, it's a picture he has in the book he has with him and it's like these were clockwork spider helpers that they had the, dwar- the dwarven uh, architects—they're called the trechnids, is what he calls them. One second, let me pull this one up. So there's another. So there's two pictures of these in his book, and he says that there was a red one and a blue one, and they had different pointed arrows. But you see another one like I said—it's it ha- blue. It has a blue button that's pa- that's pointing in the opposite direction. One second, let me pull up the messenger here. There we go. So the other one looks like this like I said, for the audience listening, it's the same as the other one, except instead of a red button with a V pointing towards its face, it has a blue V pointing towards its backside.
1: Aletha turns to her companion and says, see now, it's friendly. And uh, Archie over here says that they were helpers for the dwarves, so perhaps they could help us navigate or at least give us a cool pet.
0: It's still dooting around <laughs> you. <laughs>
1: And and I, I can imagine that, like, um, Malum's now just
2: riding it, just, like, trying to hold on. And, and then Penny's, like, going after it, trying to bite.
0: Like <laughs> when a cat do do rides do on do a Roomba. wait, Malum's trying to ride yeah. As Malum goes to write it, it actually presses button and you hear it go, and he see, it like, you just see its eye kind of turn off. And it just kind of, its legs kind of fold in a bit like it just fell asleep. And all of a sudden, you just hear of, like, gold coins spilling out from underneath it. Just spreading out. It drops a hundred gold pieces out from underside.
3: I start petting Malum. Good
2: boy. Good boy.
3: Good boy.
2: Um, Yeah, like, um, is is it with your, like, regular hand or mechanical hand?
3: Um, My mechanical hand is my right hand, and he is Mm -hmm. right-handed. So, yeah, it would probably be the mechanical one.
2: Okay, then he doesn't try to bite you because he likes the mechanical... Actually, no, he, he tries to eat the... He tries to eat your fingers because he, he likes the taste of it. Never mind. He likes it too much.
3: <laughs> I can't feel it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just just yes, bit off the, pit, this... the tip of your pinky. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, well, I look at Ava and I go, you're going to have to deal with that. It's going to come out the other side and I want it back. <laughs>
2: Uh, both of you two assume it will come out. <laughs> my 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 coins certainly don't, so I have to store them somewhere where you can't get to them. <laughs> it's a good oh. thing that you're carrying the treasure, Olatha. Otherwise, you'll be all will be gone by now.
3: I, I look at him expectantly, like, "Don't you eat that treasure? Don't you eat that treasure?"
4: <laughs> he's, he's, he's like going for it, and, and then. Like, no, yeah, he's...
3: no. He's holding his—he's holding out the finger he ripped off. No. <laughs> <laughs>
4: um,
2: I, I'm just gonna be like Penny. You deal with that, and then she's gonna just like go in front of him and start hissing. <laughs> They're just gonna have a little squabble over
3: mm-hmm. it. <laughs> so now we're at a total of 160 gold, right? Mm-hmm. Awesome.
0: Um, and just so Olathe knows that this is this counts as a companion, just like um um Ava's dragons this one counts as a companion and it's it it has a load of one if you're carrying it when it's inactive like it is now but when it's like active it it's it's low to zero and it just follows you around and as you can see you can hold on to coins
1: awesome oh. so it's like it's like a it's like a piggy bank but a spider clockwork piggy bank um mm-hmm. uh, Aletha just, takes it and because there's just the one of them right or is mm-hmm. yeah so i just take it and i put it in my pack for now and then we'll get it out if okay. we need it
0: okay but oh are you putting the gold in it or
1: well we mm,
0: we don't need we to could, no we okay. don't need to <laughs> got I, it okay because mm-hmm. as you go to, as you go to if
3: anything mm-hmm. falls in a big hole it's just gone. If if our, if the companion we put all our money in it and then it falls in a big mm. hole.
0: Uh yeah, yeah. I see. As <laughs> Epis- as Olathe, you go to pick this thing up. You're kind of looking at it and you notice on its underside, it's got this weird metallic like disc on its underside.
1: Um I pull it off before I put it in my pack.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, you can't pull it off. Oh. It's just a, it's a, it's a connected to it. It's a part of it. I just let you know you notice that on Sunderside.
3: Okay. Uh, They have arrows, and they're probably going to be important in a puzzle. Probably. I'm not a puzzle guy. I motion to my big, beefy arms and gun.
0: Mm -hmm. And speaking of puzzles, you actually notice, um, looking down the big hallway, you see the vault door. As you approach the gigantic metal door, you easily discern it's the treasure vault. It's a two-story tall, ten-foot wide sliding double door that opens through unknown means. Along each side of the door, where it comes together, are three ovular indentations with three long narrow points protruding out from each of their sides. Each indentation has a smaller ovular indentation inside. And I'll link you an image of what that looks like. But
3: it's unlocked, right?
0: No, it's locked. Dang it. <laughs> as far as you can see.
3: <laughs> They're always locked. Just one, one time. This
0: one doesn't have, this one is and like, they have a key to unlock it. This one. This one's just a giant slab of metal. And it looks like, I'll show you the image real quick. But like I said, it has those. Well, I'll describe it again for the audience, but I want to send this. We
3: got to jam the robots on the door, right? <laughs> like, that's the thing
0: yeah 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 you can easily discern that let me link you the image this is what it looks like and for the audience for the audience again it along each of the sides of the door where it comes together because like i said it's a sliding double door but it's closed it has that central thing are three ovular indentations with three long narrow points protruding out from each of its sides each indentation has a smaller ovular indentation inside so, and if you're wanting to know their placement, just imagine like the dots on a, a D6 sided dice where you've got like three on one side and three on the other. That's what it looks like.
2: Hmm. So it looks like we need to find five more of these things and put them in the door. Is that that makes sense. And also, I think, oh, like, yep.
3: we just take them on the way out. Yeah. You'll still get your um, pet, dude. <laughs>
0: True. Okay, if, I feel a little better. If you put a better. key in
3: a lock, you don't lose the key.
0: <laughs> oh, and there's another detail I forgot to mention that is in that big hallway because I really didn't get to describe it. I was just because I was talking about that knit and then the door, but to generally describe what the hall is like. You stand before a great hall. Two rows of giant rows of columns support a stone roof that extends between the two-story structure. Structures on each, either side. A closed stone bridge connects to structures above. Half buried dwarven skeletons litter the hall. In the middle of the hall is an altar and a pool of water. And at the end of the hall is the gigantic metal door, the vault door.
2: Staying, I'm staying far away from that altar. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Yeah, that pool of water seems suspicious
0: as hell. <laughs> the altar has an eldritch deep sea aesthetic.
2: Oh. Maybe it's not that bad then. It's just like the good kind of holy magic that I can't be
0: around. (laughs) 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 And the altar and stones surrounding the pool have runic symbols of an unknown language.
3: See, now you're talking my language. (laughs) Now you're talking (laughs) my unknown language. Mm
1: -hmm. Well,
0: okay.
1: How are we going to tackle this? We got to go find some extra bug buddies.
0: Mm-hmm. There are two other doors over on the other other wing. You guys need to remember. There was a metal door leading into that two-story structure, and then there was a wooden door that was just at the end. Sort of similar to the ones you broke down.
3: We gotta clear it room by room.
2: Yeah.
1: So do we so, do the wooden uh, door or the metal door?
3: Wooden seems more basic to
1: me. So let's do that one first, get the boring stuff out of the way, then do the metal door.
2: Sounds mm-hmm. like
0: a
1: plan. Plus,
0: if you guys break
2: it Hmm? again, or can can I like if I fireball a door, will it um will it burn down? Yeah, well that's
0: you can flavor however you want, but it's gonna take two dungeon turns unfortunately. Either way, well when you go to this wooden door, it's actually unlocked.
2: Okay, that's good.
3: I I look at my party and go, hey. This is what I'm talking about, y'all. When I open the unlocked door. Oh, and
0: and of course there's that red rug if you want to take it as well because you guys are collecting stuff.
3: Yeah, uh, it's another
0: basic red rug. So s- ways one. 16 or 17
3: now? Mm-hmm.
2: 17. Yeah,
3: because I think 17. that uh, bug is load one. Yeah. Ah, I forgot the bug. <laughs> okay, cool. All
0: right, so now you enter this next room. You enter a short hallway that turns 90 degrees to the right. There's a stairwell leading up to a wooden door at the top. But before reaching the stairs, there's a small alcove to the right with a red carpet leading up to a chest with a key sticking out of it.
3: Flex shakes his head no and then immediately pulls the rug up.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yeah, you'd notice that the rugs held down by pittons, and as oh, you pull oh, the rug, you notice so hard. a hidden floor trap.
3: Bruh. I don't fall into so, it, right?
0: Um, it's gonna take in or you can jump across it to the chest. No, I just it's want to require a height or agility
3: the check. Fact check. Hmm? My rug suspicion is valid. <laughs> 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 I, I rip the uh, as soon as it like I, I realize the rug is held down by pittons. I I was so smug in my face as I'm looking. For some reason I feel like at Olay and I'm like, oh, oh, I knew it. I freaking knew it. And then I rip it.
0: <laughs> oh, by the way, as you do it, I imagine Flex is like, Yeah, see, I told you, Dad. See, I'm doing... and you look and Archibald isn't there. He's still behind in the Yeah, main he room. never
3: was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh
4: <laughs> Yeah.
1: Well, we're not too terribly worried about him. He's his own man. He'll catch up or yep. call out, and we'll go get him as needed.
3: Mm-hmm. Also, I yep. do believe he was an adventurer. Like he should have the skill set still baked in the clay of who he is. And if if, if I need to take care of him in his freaking like early fifties, that's not great. <laughs> that's a bad look for Archie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. But like I say, so you uncovered the trap, but it is a pit that extends to each side of the wall. So the only way to that treasure chest, as far as you can see, is to just jump it. And you can jump it with a might or agility check. So like athletics or agility.
2: Wait, what if the chest is a trap? Because it just has a key sticking out of it. That's suspicious.
3: Yeah, you got a freaking dragon, dude. <laughs>
2: exactly. I was saying, why don't we just send one of the dragons to investigate Malum, the one that doesn't have hit points, <laughs> like has, oh, has, has no. no way of no way of dying or tracking hit points, <laughs> and check it out using that.
3: I do desperately want to Beauty and the Beast something. I don't know if I can do it at range. Could I animate the chest and just be like, "Yo, are you a trap?" <laughs> 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 um. But no, do 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 your thing, Ava. That's uh, well. I just I worry. It's it's an it's it's obvious bait, right? And <laughs> yeah. I don't want your dragon to get eaten by turning a key. You know.
2: Hmm. Uh, Well, the thing about the thing about him is that he's made of glass. So then, if he gets shattered or something like that, he'll just re he'll just reconstruct. Is that how glass works? <laughs> well, he, he's a magical glass thing. I, I don't know. He, he became the size of a horse when we were fighting in an arena once. So I, I don't think that's how glass usually works either.
3: <laughs> I look at him with like renewed respect.
2: <laughs> yeah, Malum's cool.
0: <laughs> so you're going to send Malm over to open the chest? Yes. <laughs> Malm goes over, opens the chest, kind of digs inside, throwing out a bunch of gravel. You see a pickaxe come out. And then you you see him grab something and it turns over a smile on his face, something in his mouth. It's a painting of an (laughs) onomatopoeia of the word owl. (laughs) It's so proud. It's worth 20 gold pieces. (laughs) Um. That's the only thing of value it sees. Well, it sees something else. It grabs like a a pack of something. You see it bring over that and a pack of something to you one at a time. Mm -hmm. So it brings over that painting. That's worth 20 gold pieces. And um a set of thieves tools oh so now you guys could actually use the thieves tools like a thief
2: (laughs) so now we don't have to do that you can actually pick locks
0: like like uh flex was trying to do so now we don't
2: have to do flex's whole opening door isn't force nonsense anymore that's good
3: (laughs) i didn't invent opening doors by force and also anybody else thinks these dwarves are kind of freaking smug
1: (laughs) well and the other thing too is these are dwarves right so they are usually metal workers it's interesting that they have all these paintings
3: like why does this room exist (laughs) 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 they did they build a whole trap just to put a box with the key in it and then it says ow like, imagine if we fell in that pit. That would have been mighty rude. Mama wouldn't have liked that.
2: Maybe they were working with devils. Because sure, so, sure seems like it. So,
3: That's... Hey.
2: Uh, like, and, and then she takes up a notebook and, like, takes notes for, um, for, like, what she wants to include in her, uh, in her,
3: like, realm. Like... Uh Flex is about to mention like yeah, it's bad to work with devils. And then he looks at Ava and is like,
0: Oh, I need to look inward.
2: (laughs) Ava just like just like glares at him for a second.
0: (laughs) Right, but the thieves tools and the painting both weigh one each, if you want to keep track of that. And also the carpet. Another basic red carpet. Mm. Is one who, who so is the we're
2: highest agility? because I think that's what you used to it for thieves tools right? Well, so Aletha it
1: would has be a Al- Aletha has a thing where she can make thing she can make how, what's my might two um or is this so I know we talked about earlier that I could sub my agility for might under my ability for heavy lifting that's still might though
0: yeah it's still might. Okay. so yes. I
1: can pick two things and make them weigh Mm. nothing um so Mm. Aletha is kind of holds out her hand and she goes well now I think these are going to be mighty light on my person and I will be able to use them well in trickery if you don't mind me carrying them
3: Uh, can I meta for a second you pick two individual objects that then weigh nothing right? Yeah, That's so the way I it can... works. Mm-hmm. So like uh if I found that staff that is mm-hmm. two Well,
0: it has to be I something
1: that I have to carry it though. Yeah.
3: Well, no, but what I'm saying is let, when we find objects that way like, oh, you want this big gold statue? Mm-hmm. Well, its weight is 5 you could then make that weigh nothing. Yeah. So let's not yeah. drop it on things that weigh
0: one.
2: <laughs> exactly, you know? yeah. Like, yeah. I then, don't know if you can okay, shift no, it. I'd like,
3: let's, 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 um, like
0: to imagine yeah. with, with the class, if Warrior fits with Olathe, even though it's like a modded for agility and poke, it's still like the whole he- heavy lifting. I imagine Olathe goes around like she's carrying around like big boxes around the farm or hay, bales of hay and like <laughs> the occasional little calf on her shoulders. <laughs> So she's she's got some muscle. Well, I, I so she's also got like some
3: angles. She like knows how to carry things. Mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
0: Ergonomics.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That makes that makes more sense. Um. Yes. So.
0: Uh.
1: So whoever. So now we can unlock doors. That's great. Uh. Well, shall we do? We she kind of nudges, flex and goes. Do you want another rug, or can we leave this one? <laughs>
3: I still got some room on me and I motioned <laughs> to my back. Uh, we're at twenty out of twenty-two, so we don't have to drop anything for two more objects.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And okay, see there's there's that stairwell leading up to another wooden door. <laughs> do you guys go there? Or do you guys go back? Yeah. Okay, you go there?
3: Yeah. Also All I right. just pictured like Flex's room at the guild hall and just so many rugs. <laughs> <laughs> rugs on rug. his floor is like a firm inch and a half off the ground because of all the rugs
2: a real rug rat <laughs> oh,
3: <laughs> oh man my dad all might right. be dead
0: <laughs> so have oh okay so as you enter this this door is unlocked as you enter, you see another campfire in the middle of a small 30 by 30 foot room.
3: I look for and ventilation. And you also
0: see three kobolds sitting around the campfire eating, you know, just eating like rations and whatnot. And they immediately notice you. Um, go ahead and roll an intellect plus two. Everyone. This is sort of like a passive perception. So
2: like plus two? That would be four for me. Yeah.
0: So that would be bad. Actually, That's bad. So oh, actually, you roll.
2: Actually, just two since I have the staff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Because ah, I get plus dang. two oh, okay. minus two. You notice it. Five,
3: which is one over. Wait, my mod is two. Wait, sorry. Uh, so That's the, three. The, yeah. So three is bad because my mod is yeah. two. Right.
0: You don't want to roll high. You want to roll low. I rolled a three.
1: I crit failed. <laughs>
4: <Okay>. <laughs> Thankfully, Thankfully,
3: Me and Olath are mid conversation. Eagle
0: Eyes is able to notice it. You notice that there's like some stone slabs coming into the room and underneath the one the slabs you see a trap of some sorts but you can easily step around it <laughs> you're not sure what it is but it is a trap it's like imagine like a tile that's kind of lifted up a bit so you notice that and let everyone know that there's like a trap there <laughs> and everyone else roll another dice for an electro or favor Eyes to the oh,
3: highest of the this is more like that's the two on the dice, and my favorite is five.
0: Oh, you definitely got it. So out of just luck you know, just out of luck, you're able to notice that on the right side of this room, you notice a crack on the side of the room, like in the wall. Like it's a cracked wall.
3: It's poor masonry. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. And with that, um initiative starts because these guys are looking like they're about to run back because there's a door on the other end of the uh on the other end of this room. Or you know, attack you. I immediately look You know, so, you at, know so loaded up, they're loaded up with, like, sacks of, like, money and gems and everything.
3: I immediately look to Olaf because she is the face.
1: Well, howdy there, boys. This can go one of two ways. One, we kick your ass, potentially kill you, take your stuff, take your stuff. Two, two, you kindly take off and leave. I guess there's three... And you keep your stuff and then we chase you to double check your stuff to make sure it doesn't belong to the museum or three you just surrender and go on out now i don't particularly care for violence but i do know and she gestures to her companions that flex, these guys have been
3: flex has been slowly and methodically like pulling his gun out making sure it's loaded pointing it directly at a
4: kobold. <laughs> like,
2: mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm, uh, like, I, I have, like, I have, like, some fire right between my hands. I'm just, I'm just preparing a fireball.
3: <laughs> yeah, just right. as, as okay. she's, like, my companions, <laughs> we're both just, like, okay.
0: <laughs> okay, so what I want Olathe to do is go ahead and roll for favor, but subtract two. The favor is, like, intimidation. It's uh- the best way I can...
1: Is it it's meat to beat? So I have a mod of two, and I rolled a two.
0: You roll? Oh, you rolled a two? And minus and that two. Was is before is the two, minus two, so that's no, no, a... Cr-
1: I rolled a four minus oh. two. And it
0: got okay. You're able to do that. You did good. So you pass. Yep. They put their hands and they're like, oh, uh, uh, okay. Um, and they and they drop all their stuff and and they say it's like we're out, we're leaving, we're out of here, run and they Run out the door opposite side of the room, and they're screaming and they're flailing their arms above their head, running up, up, you know, down the hallway. You see they go into. uh Flex scratches. So you're not sure where they're running to, actually. That's
3: what I was gonna say. Flex sort of like scratches his head with his gun, and goes.
0: It seems like they're not. They're just running for their if lives. The only
3: exit was the way we came. Sorry. If the only exit was the way we came, they would have ran past us. There's another way out that way.
0: Um, I'll do a quick common sense check. You remember that they built an elevator? Remember the blueprint plans? But where does
3: the elevator go? Why didn't Why didn't we take the elevator when we came in?
0: Because they they're just going
3: deep. From what you alive. saw, they
0: they they dug they dug from outside into here.
3: Okay. what you can tell. So, yes, there is another exit via elevator. There is another
0: exit. Yeah. Common sense, they're just, they're running away.
1: Well, And they're now, running through the
0: only exit they know of.
1: Whoever hired these kobolds did not do their research as far as bravery. I was kind of, kind of looking forward to a little bit of a fight, but... Oh well, I guess we are such a well-oiled machine of adventurers that we are slightly intimidating.
3: Flex, like mm-hmm. flexes his mechanical arm <laughs> when she says "well-oiled machine."
0: <laughs> and yeah. as they ran away, yes, they did leave, drop all their stuff. Is like we're taking your stuff, and you get out of here alive. And they did such, and they did that. They, you see, one of them dropped this heavy bag of one of those big money bag bags of just coins. that dropped down a key, but another one dropped down a little small sack of gold and a diamond, and some and some bomb traps and whatnot. Oh yeah, the thieves traps, thieves tools. You can actually use these traps now.
3: Uh, total And some other ones dropped of some loot.
0: gemstones
3: and whatnot. bruh we're we're playing the game. What's the total weight of the loot?
0: Mm. Well, I'll tell you the total way to loot after we come back, cause it's time to take a break. So, and we can begin. I'll begin letting you guys know what you guys see in this room, what you guys find, and I'll remind you what's in here. Oh yeah, and joining us, um, joining us today were Ava.
2: Um, I I let the fireball just like uh go in the in the far corner of the room, and it goes like Pshh. couldn't hold that <clears> one much <throat> longer. <laughs>
3: Flex. Flex looks at his arm and realizes he can make objects become sentient. (laughs) (laughs) And He's like really thinking about something.
0: And Olathe.
1: Olathe's having a great day with her intimidation checks. Now, if you would like to hear more and support us and give us just a little bit of encouragement and you've been listening to Fire Breathing Kittens one time or 215 times, then feel free to drop us a review on whatever podcatcher you listen to our episodes on and we'll read it on air.
0: Thank you. All right, we'll see you when we get back from break. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.
5: Today's mid episode shout out is from OK-tennis330, who says, quote, William, if you're listening, this is from Megan. Loving you has no end and no beginning. Loving you is everything. It is infinite in time and limitless in magnitude. End quote. You can arrange for us to read your shout out at firebreathingkittenspodcast.com through our partnership with Buy Me a Coffee. We have paper book, e-back, ebook, hardcover and audiobook adaptations of our adventures on amazon and audible lastly we don't pay to advertise our show so the only way we can grow is if you tell somebody about fire breathing kittens thank you
0: and we're back um would someone like to give us a recap
3: let's roll a dice
0: All right. uh, i'll roll I'll a take dice.
3: one i'll take one two ava you take three four Olaith, you have five, five six. six
0: yeah so Olaith, i roll the six or
1: Awesome. Well, so far our party has met up and we only party together apparently and go on adventures together and we are working for, working with Flex's uh, daddy and we are helping him find some objects for a museum. We have currently gone through two different little dungeon areas and we have one of six bugs to solve things and supposedly... There is a robot that we are dar- trying our darnest to get our hands on.
3: Y'all know it looks super cool riding a robot. <laughs> if I oh, like yeah. if I pulled up to the tavern in a robot <laughs> People be like True. Oh, oh, oh dang dude, is that your robot? And I'd be like, Oh yeah, it's mine. I I found it in the dungeon.
1: <laughs> He's adopted.
3: <laughs> yeah, 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 my robot's a rescue. <laughs> <laughs> hey, genuinely, and I and I hug both of my companions. I love hanging out with you guys.
2: would just like...
0: <laughs> and as you're hugging your companions, I, you guys... I,
3: I, <laughs> the, the, the hydraulics in my arm force Ava to stay in the hug. She <laughs>
2: just like flaps her wings for a second, but then just like... Relaxes. No like... let me,
3: I know you're a main cat. Let me love you. <laughs>
2: you see her eyes are just like a mixture of like glazed over and then like also just like rage inside of her, but then there's just like a bit of her that just accepts it. And she's just like, okay. Mm-hmm. But she's um like flex, if you don't I swear to god, no, not to God. Oh, yeah, oh to God you're
4: in, what?
3: So what? <laughs> you, you're gonna find a turn to some Paladin levels. You are gonna be a cleric like what Mama wants from you? In this game, I'm a religious character. <laughs> oh, sheets, dude! Let's let's go do this dungeon. <laughs>
0: So, while in the middle of doing that big group hug, you guys are kind of reminded, oh, those kobolds dropped a bunch of stuff, including this (laughs) giant sack of money. So, you guys find a sack of coins worth, with 200 gold pieces, and it weighs one, because it's 200 altogether, and also a key, and there's also 50 gold pieces, a diamond worth 100 gold, um, another 50 gold pieces, and a jade and a tanzanite. Worth 20 and 50
3: each. Does anyone want the gems? Like, to keep as, like, a personal effect.
0: Oh,
2: I do, actually.
3: Uh, yeah. What do you want? Um. All of them? Because I don't care.
2: Okay, Di- sure. All of them except for the diamond, maybe. So someone can okay. sell that.
0: <laughs> so a jade so and a tanzanite.
3: Go ahead and record that on your sheet. And then what is the value, uh, total value of gold and the remaining gems?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, it's another you got 200 in a sack, and that weighs one, and then you've got another just 100 gold pieces and a diamond worth 100.
3: So, converting it all to gold piece value, we're at 560. One of them is a diamond that weighs nothing, but we have two units of weight, and guys. We finally hit it. We're at our weight limit. <laughs> We're stacked with treasure. And no, I will not drop the rugs. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got three pickaxes. That way, one each. so. I also yeah. want the pickaxes. <laughs> no. um.
2: <laughs> I want that painting.
3: Which one? The freaking cow or the one that says ouch? I
2: don't the think one I, I like L. these
0: ancient dwarves. <laughs> the
2: one that says "al". We don't need no cows here. <laughs> to describe yeah, it a little bit where, more where detail, it?
0: it's it's a, it's a red Wouldn't spiky... Wouldn't you like to
2: know?
3: <laughs> hey, you know what, Ava? I would.
4: <laughs>
3: and he gives you a big cowboy wank. Um...
4: <laughs> uh, that being said, can we load... <laughs>
3: <laughs> I would love to. Um... <laughs> Please stop setting me up. I have to deliver. Uh, This is not our vibe. Uh, We can load up 100 gold pieces into your robot buddy, right, Olaf?
4: So that brings us
3: back down to 21. If you want to wait, can we jam it full of gold and it's still one weight?
0: Well, when you go to jam it in, it doesn't actually, there's no place to jam it in. But as you, if you go to turn it on, and you go to put the coins underneath, you notice that that big disc on that underside of it is a supercharged magnet and actually holds onto the coins underneath uh, it. Uh, that's why all that gold
3: fell out like it did because it was just magnetized to the bottom.
0: Mm-hmm. And you can actually notice that it can hold on to even more than just 100 coins. So it can hold on to up to 200 coins before it gets. <laughs> it, it's funny because if you try to put more than 200 coins, you just see it kind of get weighed down. And it makes it said, boop, boop, like it can't move. So you can only have up to 200 coins under it.
3: I really want to game this system, but I'm going to resist the urge. <laughs> um,
0: So it can carry coins for you. Like it can carry one. It's it's essentially a, a little robot that has, find, can carry one load of coins.
3: Let's find two more objects and then we'll deal with it.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Currently, we're at weight limit. We're fine. If we turn this thing on and it becomes a companion... We now risk 200 gold coins versus big hole, you know, the big hole conundrum, <laughs> um, but we don't have to yet. So let's know it. Smart move. Dumb move.
1: Yeah. Sure. That, no, that sounds, that sounds right. Yeah. Let's go see. We got to try to, fu- mm. actually, I turn it on while we're sitting there trying to like sort through things and I look at the little bug and I go, hey, bud. Do you have any uh, siblings, friends, anyone that you could help us find?
0: It doesn't understand you, but it's bouncing happily and going and just doot 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 doot. Okay, okay. Do-do-do-do. It's kind of singing a song to you. I really feel bouncing. like I could
3: Beauty and the Beast this thing. And then it would be able <laughs> it would- to talk. It's
0: doot dooting
3: real cute. But like, I'm just, I, I'm, you know, we've been focusing a lot on my mechanical hand. I also have a magic hand <laughs> and it's like oh i feel like i could do some magic on it like fingers are wiggling like uh do i feel like my prayer would go fully unresponsive or could i make this thing a little bit more sentient so it could talk
0: um no you wouldn't be able to do that but you do notice that after singing this little song to Aletha, you see it look over at that. Remember, there was a cracked wall. It looks over that cracked wall and it kind of crawls up to it and just looks at it.
3: Yeah, I know the masonry sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Let's ignore it.
2: Maybe, it seems maybe it's trying yeah. to tell us that there's. On something. Yeah, maybe it's trying to tell us that there's more of its buddies beyond that cracked wall.
3: Oh, you think that if I was just to punch and then mechanical hand, like I start breaking away, like at the crack to like make it bigger, (laughs) and hopefully reveal something?
0: No, it's going to require something more, (laughs) more defined to actually. hmm? Like a pickaxe. Yeah, it's like a (laughs) pickaxe. Before you guys start pickaxing away at this wall, there is a chest in here and some stuff on a table.
3: Does the chest or the table have legs?
0: Uh yeah, the table has legs. Oh,
3: so it's going to leave? It's going to walk <laughs> away? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> that stuff isn't going anywhere. <laughs> uh, <what?
0: laughs> Wait, what do you mean by has legs? No, the, t- the table has table no, legs. No, I meant,
3: like, uh, like, in the way that people have legs. I was oh. setting up to a joke where you gonna oh, be like, that was, no, okay, they okay, don't okay, have okay, legs. Okay, okay, just... And then I was going to say, oh, well, then they're not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. But it's cool. Jokes mm-hmm. get funnier if you explain them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's totally how it works. <laughs> oh,
3: no. What's on the table, my friend?
0: <laughs> uh, you see two pickaxes, a light wooden shield, which if you equip it, you get plus one to your DR. The Word of Blessing Scroll, the Word of Awakening Scroll. Concept art of an anthropomorphic wooden hand named Handy Randy. Broken wood carving <laughs> kit. And a failed wooden <laughs> like carving.
3: Handy Randy. <laughs>
0: I don't know if you guys got the little story. There's a little story behind it. See see this concept art for an anthropomorphic wooden hand named Handy Randy. Then next to it is a broken wooden carving kit. Like you can see all like the chisels and things it looks like someone snapped them in half. And next to it is a failed wooden carving. It's you know how people just have a hard time drawing hands or just imagine trying to sculpt a hand. It's just an abomination of a carving. <laughs> Flex looks at his prosthetic.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Could I hear the story behind Handy Randy? I'm sorry.
0: No. I, I
3: need to know more.
0: That's it. That's all you can just kind of deduce that someone tried to had an idea for like an idea for a character named Handy Randy, which is just an an anthropomorphic hand. They tried to carve it and they failed at it, and they just broke it.
3: Is it ancient dwarven or is this like? Somebody found these ancient dwarven ru- ruins, and then decided to sit down and draft a pitch.
0: From what <laughs> you've seen with with the with what you've seen, that's true. With what you've seen with the traps being set and everything, it looks like the kobolds have been tumbling through here. So this doesn't look like the dwarves did anything here. It looks like the vault is by the dwarves, like the actually good structures, like the columns and everything, like the ancient stuff, and all this stuff that's like carved into the caves, like this, these tunnels. Are more like the kobolds doing. So all the traps you've been coming across with the chest that says, ow. <laughs> That's more like the kobolds sitting up a trap.
3: Man, I look at Olath and I'm like, we should have been, we should have been freaking interrogating these kobolds.
1: <laughs> I suppose. But wouldn't it, isn't it more fun to do it this way? I yeah, guess.
3: And I look like at you with a sly smile.
4: <laughs>
1: we're just discovering things. Um... Mm-hmm. So
2: about these scrolls. So it's just blessing and word of blessing, word of awakening. Mm-hmm. Uh, could, what? Is,
0: Those hmm. are prayers. Those yeah. are that's more of um flex. That's more flexus thing. But so flex can use them mark. easily. So with scrolls, the difference between scrolls and your grimoires and prayer books is the the books themselves you can reuse them over and over again. The scrolls are consumable, or you can spend time to to scribe them into your books, which takes 12 dungeon turns, which by so campfire let's are do there. that,
3: right? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like I say, you're by this campfire and you'll need to eat and stuff. And Oh, look at that other. There's another table. It's a kitchen table with salted meats and root vegetables worth in hey. their three ration. They count as three rations. So each of you get a ration from that. You don't even have to take a ration out of your stuff.
3: I, look, I hate to go back to handy Randy, how many fingers, like, is it a cobalt hand or is it like a human hand?
0: It looks like, you can't tell. It's that bad. But, the, dra- the, but the drawing though? looks like, looks like your cartoonish, like four fingered hand. And he's got eyes, and he's super cool. He's like, he's like your OC. He's <laughs> like that OC glove hand.
3: Did, did they sign their work? Cause I want to meet this cobalt.
0: Yes, uh, the work itself um, it's signed by a kobold named Hellwig.
3: Listeners, look for Hellwig in future episodes. <laughs> 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 I, I, I know I'm not the DM. I'm taking this NPC.
4: <laughs>
3: Listeners, next episode I DM will be Hellwig-centric. I find this character deeply interesting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, that's, uh, that's wonderful.
3: I asked my party members, Ava, Olathe, you see Flex is like weirdly transfixed by this blueprint. <laughs> he, someone needs to pull him out of this hole.
1: Won't be me. <laughs> Olathe walks over and lays a hand on his shoulder and says, Well, now I know this is interesting and it's probably given you some ideas for if if your hand ever breaks. But we could just, like, put it in our bag and deal with it after we find the important stuff. And after we give the important stuff to the museum, which means we won't have your dad with us. And then you can obsess over it more.
2: Yeah, you want your robot or not? <laughs>
3: There were so many things that Ole said that was making Flex, like, really think about stuff. Like, how do I feel about the museum? How do I feel about my father? Like, what is the value of treasure? And then Ava says, do you want your robot or not? And he clicks back into reality. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, let's go.
1: <laughs> Ava's my anger translator. <laughs>
0: so that was what's on the tables and everything, and you're gonna be scribing all that stuff into your into your prayer book. Got it. And he actually had oh. scribing tools from earlier. So yeah, you can I do
3: that I don't no no no. I mm-hmm. wanna meet the man. The book. The, these designs have no importance to me. The person behind them, however, oh, okay. <laughs> all I needed was the
0: name. Oh, okay. Got uh, it.
3: Body by Cobalt. Okay, we have to move to another room. I'm stuck.
0: <laughs> Wait, but no, there's still a lock. There's still a locked chest over there, and you guys do have a key for it now. So you open that up, you find another sack of coins, 200 gold pieces, weighs one. A sack of just ton of gemstones like it it just weighs one but it's like all the gemstones combined worth 500 gold pieces so that's just an item on itself and then you see another big bag it's a lot thicker and a lot heavier than the other sacks and this is a hoins handed heavy sack it weighs two it weighs two but it can hold 20 inside of it oh wow and there's already stuff inside of it you find a jewel dagger inside it's a normal dagger but it's worth 300 gold You find a spatula and it says, "I can double your, I'll I'll supersize it." Inscribed on it, this is a mace of the pretender. It's, it weighs zero, and I I I believe the, I believe the, I believe the (laughs) the crown of the pretender and the mace of the pretender are both required to be carried or worn by or used by the, um, by a prophet. You have to double check me on that. Maybe one doesn't require a prophet, but.
3: If we find someone weak and shameful enough to wield this item set, I will happily give it to them.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: What are you, they worth in money?
0: They're they're priceless artifacts.
3: Oh, cool, cool, cool. So this is my dad's BS. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Yes.
0: All right. Mm, also, okay, there's um, hmm?
2: about like the thing with the requires profit. The crown does not. The mace does. Okay,
0: crown does not... Okay, that's what I was making sure of. So the crown does not... You can keep wearing your crown. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about that after the break. I was like, oh, I wonder if you're getting the negative one to favor. Okay, so besides that, don't want to get sidetracked, there's also a pointed magician's cap that weighs one, and that's more for a magician. Well, it, gives, it, uh, it does the same as the... Um, the clearly main, I put that the, on. The,
4: <laughs>
3: that one
0: gives a negative one to um, an intellect. So That's it's fine. the same as the crown, yeah. except. So you guys are wearing each other's hats. <laughs> you, can, you, you, can, you guys are so stupid. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> what so does it look, look like, TM? Like, and then you DM know who this is going to.
0: Hat. Ooh, and you guys find a a bu- So the last thing you guys pull out is a masterwork wormwood hunting bow. <laughs> yes. That weighs two. It's this. It's made of like this gnarled, like light green, good smelling, like. Um, just kind of this elvish wood whatever and it's a big upgrade to your hunting bow your current hunting bow
2: this has Olathe's name on it
0: oh yeah, yeah but what does Almost. my hat look like <laughs> it looks like the their typical sorcerer mickey mouse hat it is Oh,
3: a... I take it off
1: Aww.
0: what did you think when I said pointed magician's cap you just <laughs> think of something
3: <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I thought, like, thought there would be like multiple points. Like I thought you were gonna go jesters cap and I was like, oh, I, could drop that.
0: I could see that. <laughs>
3: nah, no, no, the only just <laughs> I, I just hand it to Ava, sadly.
2: Uh <laughs> Oh yeah, you, you you volunteered your father to carry stuff for us, and then I just like I, I just like walk over. I was Wait, probably reading, and then he's just he's
3: gone, dude. Yeah, he's oh, back in the main room. <laughs> right. He is. Like my my freaking dad's dead, y'all. <laughs> well, if you gotta put
0: stuff in anything, you've got that Hoin's-handed heavy sack. It weighs two. but it can hold up to twenty. I okay. don't
3: trust that freaking sack.
1: Well, we could put a couple things in there. It's definitely not a
0: bag of holding.
3: <laughs> I stick my arm in it.
0: Oh, it, it goes on for it, it's a bag of holding. Let's not kid ourselves. It, it's it's a copyright. Not a bag of it's a non-copyright infringing bag of holding. I'm just saying,
3: sometimes bags have mouths, and then you put uh, stuff in there, and then it eats it. And this is why I have a mechanical hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me give you a robotic thumbs up. Um, cool. So we're back down to three mm-hmm. pounds of weight carried. And we are at 760 raw coinage and small gems, and uh, 500, 300, 800 in big gems. So, successful mission. We could pull out at any moment.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so, that's but all no the loot in this room, God, and now you dang. guys are back to your options. You can go back the way you came, you can go through the door that the kobolds ran through, or... There's that cracked wall that the little boingy boof uh, attractant is kind of eyeing at and bouncing at. So I'll let you decide where you want to go next. What
3: smells most like getting me a robot?
1: Probably opening the either going to the elevator or opening the dwarf door.
3: Could I, Beauty and the Beast, the door?
0: <laughs> the door? Nothing's stopping. It's an object, right? Yes, you could do that.
3: Bruh. Okay, I look at Olaith for permission. (laughs) I did realize just now, but uh, Flex is getting big sister vibes from (laughs) Olaith.
1: And I'm pretty sure Flex is like twice her age, but it's fine. (laughs) Uh, She. Wait, wait, is Olaith
3: like 14?
1: Oh, no. I guess we're around the same age then. Yeah, She's not... yeah okay. Not I, I'm the that oldest old. one here.
2: I, I'm like 100. Yeah. But, but, but I didn't, but my baby didn't tell you that.
3: <laughs> but if you ask Flex, we're twins.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh. So, Aletha kind of looks at him and goes, Do you want a beauty and beast, the door? Do you want to make the door talk?
3: I feel like we could really ask the door, like, Hey, where's all your little buddies?
1: Yeah, that seems like the best plan so let us go to the bug door and let's talk to the door
0: interesting now you'll have to roll your favor and you risk a chance of becoming forsaken when you go to roll so look i apologize
3: to my mom all the time (laughs) (laughs) flex is very handsome and arguably like a cute individual but he is a bad man who does bad man things (laughs) <laughs> He's not afraid of becoming forsaken. The only person he is beholden to is his mama. Um so how complex is the object?
0: Uh low com- low complexity. It's just that. Uh, okay. So just put- one check. Mm-hmm. Just one check.
3: Alrighty Roo Baby, you know it's a three.
0: Oh, there you go. The door comes to life, and I don't know if you guys have ever seen the online series uh, "Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared." It grows a little, it just grows little eyes and mouths like that, and says, "Oh, well, hey there, nice to meet you. I'm alive."
3: It's deeply like Eldric hp lovecraft like the magic i'm using to make this door come alive is horrifying okay. and it's a very cartoonish represent I,
0: yes i am invoking
3: to create a cartoon
0: <laughs> i have no beaten heart and my eyes actually don't work i don't know why i'm here but it's nice oh, to meet you're you you're here to answer a question Oh boy, I do love questions, even though I've never been asked a question in my life. What is it? Oh, you've been asked a question
3: right now. Are you worthy of existing? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> that's not the answer we want to hear. Come on, be proud of yourself,
0: brother. By the way, he just, it just has this, un it can't not smile. It's just smiling, his <laughs> eyes looking around, like darting back and forth. Like, definitely don't hug me, I'm scared, puppet, like. It's Sesame Street vibes here.
3: I will use Flex's deep voice. I created you.
0: <laughs> it's I, the room through is dark. through fire,
3: might, and machine. I could destroy you. And I have a simple question Are you worthy of existing?
0: Well, I reckon say I yes. am.
3: Say yes, brother. Just say yes. Otherwise, we're going to break you down like the door
0: you are. It's still smiling, it's shaking, the door's shaky now, it just whispers The door's shaking?
3: Yes. I'm loosening the door. The sh- the door the door is already unlocked. <laughs> the door's unlocked? I this is the treasure vault door, just so we're clear. Wait, no. You didn't That was what the idea was. I thought you I was said the going to door. do the the main door we need to get no, we through. Were-
1: yeah, we were backtracking.
0: to talk Oh, you're to it. backtracking to go back to the door. Oh, I'm not that... gonna awaken a piece of wood, dude. Uh, oh, <laughs> let's let re- redo this whole thing. Okay, so you guys want to backtrack? Yeah, give me
3: a scarier voice. We're leaving. That we we collect okay. all the loot. We're done with this room. And the idea is we're gonna Beauty and the Beast <laughs> the main door and say essentially where are your keys?
0: Okay, in that case, this would be a complete. Uh, Three-part complexity. Yeah, that were the case.
3: There we go. I was like, yeah, damn, yeah. treasure boat." Okay.
0: Yeah, so can I, I, I keep the two or do you want saying. three fresh ones? I was rovers. having fun with this wooden door, though.
3: <laughs> I mean, like, Like, to you know, ask
0: about the kobolds. But you're going to go to the... How much does
3: bo- how how much is the carrying capacity for the door?
0: For the wooden door?
3: If I was to carry the door on my back. Is that, like, one or two? It'd be
0: two. Cool. Uh,
3: we're currently at four. I have made the door sentient. It was the wrong door, but I'm carrying it wait, with wait, me. Wait, 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 wait,
0: Are you still, t- are you talking about, you're not talking about the wood door. I would door, like to
3: canonize the first door that we incorrectly awakened. <laughs> okay. 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 Thank you. And then I break it off its hinges, put it on my back, take it as a two weight object. And now we're moving towards the door we
0: actually want to talk to. And then it, has, and then it asks you again, well, what, what was, what, did you have any other questions for me?
3: I don't know. Talk to Olay. <laughs> and I walk in front of Olay so the door is facing you.
0: It gives you that look in its eyes. It's still smiling with that cartoonish smile and eyes, with a look in its eyes like, "Help me," but you don't well, know. If help me means like, "Kill me" or "Rescue me" or what? You're very unsettled by this door.
1: Uh, she kind of nudges Ava and goes, "I didn't. He didn't strike me as a." pet kind of guy. So I guess it doesn't surprise me he now has a pet door. And then she turns back to the door <laughs> and goes how, do you know how many kobolds there are in this whole operation? How many more people I'm going to have to
0: scare off? Oh good, a question. I don't have to question my existence anymore. Yes, there's about <laughs> nine kobolds here and then one real, real tough one up there controlling the elevator. They call him Randy the elevator man. Handy Randy? (laughs) No, I know Handy uh, Randy. He over his
3: shoulder when when the door says, I don't have to question my existence anymore. He goes, You do. (laughs) We should never stop questioning our existence. Why are we here?
2: Yeah, anyone who exists always needs to question their existence. If they don't question it, they don't exist anymore. What? Do you want to not exist anymore? Fire in her hands again.
3: Also, we exist in a world in which the afterlife is quantifiable. We could go there through a door. And you're a door. So, like, what does that mean to you? What are you a door to, my friend?
0: I'm the door to the elevator room, he says, shaking. He answers you simply and honestly. He values his existence. Flex cries. He didn't
3: like Ole said he didn't uh, he didn't know he was a pet guy and if, yeah now 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 he has a best friend for the rest of his life no matter what house he lives in this door is the door to Flex's world a simple happy creature that knows what it is
0: mm-hmm. oh you hear, as you guys are heading back um you hear some more tremors and, like, more dust falls from the ceiling as you guys are heading back into that room. And as you guys reach that room, um, you notice that Archibald is no longer there. And oh, that, well. Yep.
3: <laughs> At the best, he has become, the... renewed his fire for adventure. And he is off having a, a big, fun day. At yep. the worst, he's back with Mama. And you have happen- a door to talk to.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so you go to the door. So as you're going up to the door, um, you notice that the sound that the tremors are actually coming from the other side. There appears to be a banging coming from that side of the door. It's like bang, bang! You know it's coming from the other side. It's causing tremors in the whole cave. And so you're going to attempt to use your magic on that big door, aren't you?
3: First I knock shaven a haircut.
0: Knock shaven. Oh, oh, oh. Dun, knock, dun, dun, knock, dun, dun, knock, dun. knock.
3: And then I wait for a response. <laughs> is it sentient enough to know shaving a haircut?
0: The, the knocks you're doing aren't loud enough to really echo through. With this thing, you can feel something is huge and powerful banging on the other side. Like it's trying uh, to push through.
3: I find that insulting. I punch with my whole <laughs> fist the rhythm of shaving a haircut with my massive mechanical hydraulic arm
0: in between in between like the massive like pounds you do th- you do no, no, that no.
3: Mm. I'm repeatedly punching until the being on the other side realizes there's something on the other end mm. I'm trying to check does it care
0: uh, it doesn't seem to care because no matter how hard you punch, it doesn't seem to be aware you're there.
3: I look at ole because this and is a very go-
0: thick metal ball now, like I say, you can cast your. Awakening scroll on this thing, but it's a complex complexity of three.
3: I am afraid. As long as I don't roll a six,
0: I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Three? You roll the six?
3: Uh, do I do the third? So now, d- does that make it fail? Or do I succeed and become forsaken?
0: if fails and you become forsaken.
3: Okay, <laughs> try it again.
0: <laughs> you have to make a sacrifice in order to no longer be forsaken.
3: Okay, uh, before you can start which, again. What would be a good enough sacrifice? It has to and be again, an
0: object or a person, or it has to be an object worth one hundred gold pieces or more, or a living person.
3: I look at myself, like, look, I'm down, and then my eyes go to the giant bag of gems we have. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so
3: you're going to use the gyms? I look right. for permission from my party members.
2: I, or is nodding. Yeah, I, I, I shrug, I'm just like go for it.
3: Mm. So you can do that again. Come on, dice! Don't just don't 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 do me like that. Four.
0: Oh, did you do it again? You got number I did it
3: again. Yep. Does this take dungeon action time?
0: Um, as you're. Oh, every time you do the. A sacrifice, I believe it takes. Yeah, I believe dungeon time is going by. Let me take a look here.
3: Because like, how then? The, how bad do we want this? Because at this point, we're just burning cash trying to do this.
2: And and torch light, I guess.
0: It takes three dungeon torch for each extravagant sacrifice. Mm. yeah Yo. so, so you I, burn okay, through another knowing torch. Knowing
3: that, I mm-hmm. I don't think I would have done it the second time.
0: Okay, that's fine. You can only say you just did it the one time. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then make the sacrifice. Well, you would have made the sacrifice one time just to no longer be forsaken.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, as I start to kind of, like, work my magics up, um, and I get, like, a bad feeling, like, I don't think this is going to work, mm-hmm. and this is taking a really long time. Mm-hmm. What's the move?
2: Well, like, do it. Let's just go through all the rooms. <laughs> let's just let's just do it. speed run it. No more wasting time. We just go get whatever we need to get
3: go get on
0: let's see 13 so it's been 13 turns you're on your third torch now
3: uh i'm at eight eight dungeon turns
0: Mm -hmm. let's see because it was five in the first area or first level then six seven eight and then you move you see every time you move another room it was eight even if it's unlocked nine yes Nine. Oh, ten. I didn't know and that. And now you're okay, in the then... main room and then I was eleven twelve. Now you're thirteen. So where to next? Like <laughs> I said, you're in the main room and Archibald is missing. You've got that metal door that leads into the structure and you got the hmm? Oh
3: no, uh Flex doesn't like his dad. He doesn't care that uh, Archibald okay. is missing.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Yep, if you need other options, let me know. Or you need to know your so, options in each room. Let me know.
1: Metal door, then. Mm-hmm. That's where we're at. So the metal
0: door is locked. And it is a metal door, so you can't break it down. But we have tools. Yep. So go ahead and roll uh, agility mod.
3: Not me.
1: Aletha. Oh. Yeah, we really want Aletha to roll this one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Uh, Aletha rolled a one. And her Perfect. mod is five.
0: First so, time, I don't know if Alatha has Aletha used lockpicks in her life.
1: She won't admit to it.
0: Okay, so she's like, Wow, I'm just a natural at this. Look at this. Okay, and uh, just Alatha and, and just Flex hang out. One second, me... <laughs>
4: Can
0: you get to this? So the door squeaks as you push it forward, air rushing past you into the room as you do. Light from your torches glints off of dwarven armor and weapons. You see two red carpets, a crate and a table filled with daggers. Another metal door is at the opposite end of the room.
1: Well, Flex, are you going to go do your little rug routine and we'll go, I'll go unlock the next door? And Ava, you can go through the loop?
2: Yeah, sounds good. Uh, How about your bug thing? Is, is it is it telling you anything? Like like it did with a cracked wall?
1: Um, I look down at my companion and I go, Hey, little buddy. Are any of your friends in here? Doot doot.
0: And it, start, and it starts, like, crawling towards the crate.
2: Oh. Well, and crawls
0: onto the side of it.
2: Looks like that's the place to start. So and you go I'll, to the crate. Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and go to the crate, since Elitha said that she'll be unlocking yep. the door.
0: You pry it open, and inside is a blue one of them. It's oh. a blue attractant. Oh. Okay. And it's powered off right now. And there's also a cobalt monster mask, a merfolk monster mask. And the, who was the one to open the crate? I did. You did? Okay uh are you still wearing your your uh king of the chicken nuggets crown
2: the crown of pretender yes
0: (laughs) you're gonna need it roll a favor check
2: all right oh my god i rolled a six i mean Uh five with the thing yeah i
0: rolled a six (laughs) you look inside and you see one of those smiling comedy masks and you're compelled to like put it on (laughs)
3: Eva Ava, I'm gonna be honest, that looks dumb. That looks dumb as hell, Ava. She's you got that on and off.
0: the crown and the crown of pretender. So this is a smiling mask. It's a cursed <laughs> item. It gives you one defense rating, but it also weighs one and you can't take it off. You can't
3: take it off. Ava, take that mask off. You look silly.
2: <laughs> um, I I I, I tried it I guess I will try to take it off and just like I didn't okay, I just wanted to look at it. I didn't want to put it on. And I try, I try to take it off, and I don't. Probably. Uh, yeah. Well, what What happens when I try to take it off?
0: Oh, it just it just sticks to your face. It's stuck there. <laughs> it's a cursed. You you can tell it's a cursed item. Flex and he fell for. To do it. The thing,
3: fully like foot on your like shoulder blade, trying to yank it off your face.
0: <laughs> it begins yep. to hurt quite a bit.
3: Dang, that thing's really on there. <laughs>
0: Alright, the other things are in this room. Like I said, Seuss of Armor. You see three sets of heavy armor. They weigh two each, but they provide two damage resistance if you want to put them on. And you see something for a warrior. Unusually large pauldrons. They weigh three, but they provide three damage rating. And it's something that a lathe could put on.
3: That's one of those things you should put the weightless on. Mm-hmm.
1: Dumb player question. Mm-hmm. Pauldrons? Question mark
0: oh you don't know what pauldrons oh. are okay. they're like the sho- on, right? they're like big shoulder pads yeah like bit. okay so it's yeah. like three sets of r and you got this one that's like overcompensating <laughs> yep. so you put them on and if it's real if if you put it on i don't know if you want
1: yeah to- no aletha will put them on and she's she says to her companions now not a word i'm going to sell these for prettier armor but for now, they'll work.
2: Yeah, oh, and yeah. this, uh, this, she's gonna like gesture to her for the pretender and the mask does not leave this dungeon. You understand? <laughs> <laughs> she looks at Flex Uncle Lisa is and Flex
3: still <laughs> pulling at her face mask. <laughs> he really thinks he can get it off.
0: <laughs> oh, and there are also, like I said, weapons. You see a re- two weapon racks. One has, or one has a couple dwarven hammers. Another one has another dwarven hammer. So that's a magic item as well. Do any of them have
3: my mama's gun? No. (coughs) Then I don't care. Mm, They weigh one (laughs) each.
0: And there's also a Glaive of the Storm Herald weighing two. It's a spear that can do some lightning damage. I guess no one cares about those either. Oh, and a table. On that table, you see a ghost blade, four Masterwork Dwarven Daggers, and a set of four Rat Daggers. The set of Rat Daggers weighs one. Like, the set of four weighs one in total. Each of the dwarven daggers weigh one each, and the ghost blade weighs nothing.
1: Can we just, like, open the bag, scrape it in? Oh, yeah. So that's go and one, unlock the next door. Two,
0: three, four, five, six, seven. Eight, so that's ten. Are you are you collecting the armor as well? If you collect the I mean, armor yeah, as well, like that's sixteen. not? We still out
3: space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We were at twenty-three before we found the bag of holding. Uh, Sorry, not bag of holding. Mm-hmm. Uh... And then we're at three. So what's the total weight of the room?
0: right.
3: Oh, including two, armor.
0: 18 eighteen. Twenty. If you count everything, including, like, the red carpets.
3: <sighs> Guys, I don't want to lose these carpets. <laughs> um,
0: that included was, the masks don't... as well. The masks each weighed one. Remember, there was a kobold well, I mean, monster mask fine. and a merfolk I monster d- mask. Do
3: we care about the armor? No. So we'll leave the three sets of armor, which mm. is six, which brings yep. us to fourteen, so we still got uh sorry uh three pounds of wiggle room.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah, and that's everything you find in this a bunch of armor and weapons, all right, so there is another like I said another metal door on the opposite end of the room
2: i I want the ghost blade
0: I you want, want the Z. ghost blade okay, Could
2: the devil turn into a ghost. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it doesn't Did turn into kills permanently die? if you look at it. It only turns you into one for one combat round, but still, it's one fun. To
2: six. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just collecting cursed items right now. <laughs> and it's, it's load zero, so why not? I'm gonna have a jester's mask that will not come off my face. I'll, I'll, I'll tell. I'll say to Flex, um, "Yeah, listen. I think this is gonna have to stay on during the dungeon. But you know what? Afterwards, you can rip it off, and I will deal with it. All right? I, I will. I'll come back. It's it's okay." Don't worry, I I can always come back, if you know what I mean. Ava,
3: at this point, it's not about you and the mask, it's about me and the mask. (laughs) And I look at it like a challenge to be confronted. I'm gonna get that thing off.
1: Well, uh, Aletha goes to go pick the lock on the next metal door.
0: Oh, well, you don't need to pick the lock, because it's actually unlocked. You enter a lavish study room with a large bookshelf coin-press table and chair draped with an opulent overcoat embroidered with fine gems and gold twine. An extravagant rug embroidered, w- embroidered with the map of draws lies in the center of the room. A chest can be found beneath the stairwell leading up, and a door blade trap is set next to the metal door. the roll agility plus three to avoid the door blade trap.
1: <laughs> Uh-oh.
0: hee what did you?
1: Oh, it's a, it's a, so it's a three plus three, so six. Six,
0: unfortunately, yeah, you get hit by it, and you just take, well, just three damage.
1: No, oh, that's fine. Well, ow, that hurt. But uh, hey, Flex, this looks more like your dad's speed. Unfortunately, we don't particularly have him with us, so I guess he loses out. But there is a very pretty rug in here. <laughs>
3: Well, yeah, you know, I noticed the rug.
0: Oh <laughs> yes, uh, it is an extravagant carpet depicting a map of draws worth two valued at around 250 gold pieces. This is a very, very f- glamorous rug, and it also weighs one, so it's really nice. I know nice. it's
3: a fancy rug, but I'm just picturing that like '90s carpet where it was like the roads. You know. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's awesome
3: uh bruh okay so we're at max weight do we want to loot the room for efficiency because at this point I don't see a robot I'm
1: I'm well
3: and also my dad's like probably dead and I I now know every time we move it costs a turn so we only have like 10 left basically so
1: uh Aletha quickly kind of scans over to see if there's any like secret passageway to try to like backdoor into the vault because you know Head Honcho's office might be a secret door somewhere to try to get closer to the what we're assuming is the robot.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead and roll a favor check, a favor or intellect between everyone. Oh,
1: Jesus. And
0: moved. and then when everyone so
1: moves. Aletha knows nothing. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I rolled, rolled a, three. a That's
1: a crit fail. <laughs> I,
2: I rolled a two and then minus two from, I mean, sorry, oh, from, okay. from the hat. Oh, okay. From the staff, I mean. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so two and then minus two. So with the intellect,
0: you're able to notice a secret door that's on the side of the wall leading to it right where the vault door would be. So the vault door is right there in case you need to get a quick access to it. Hmm. Like it's one of those spinning doors, like those spinning oh. sp- stone doors.
2: Ah, oh, I see. Uh, I look to Lathan and say, you mean this secret door?
0: <laughs> she just kind of pushes it over. Yep, and yes, right out, that- out right out of it is where the room, where the vault is. So you don't have to go backtrack through that room. There uh-huh. is an upstairs if you want to go there. But yeah, you guys have quick access to that door.
2: Hmm. to know. Uh... Alright, All right. What's, what's next? Where are we heading to after that? Is there, is, is there like another door leading away from here? There is, right? Nope,
0: there's just a stairway going up.
1: How many bugs do we have? We just have the
2: two,
0: yeah. right?
1: right? Well, uh, she looks at her little buddy and goes, is there another one of y'all upstairs? Do we need to go upstairs? Do, it's already doing do, do,
0: its way up the staircase very slowly. Do, do, do. It, it takes one step and goes doot, doot do do it's making its way up the stairs not waiting for you guys do do it's that it's that red one did you guys turn on the blue one no No. okay not yet well it has a weight of one when you're carrying it and if you're it on it just starts moving around
1: Alexa smashes the button to turn it on
0: do 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 the blue one has a little higher pitch do and they just start making their way up the stairs slowly.
1: Awesome. I think we should follow the bugs. Yep. That'll be the quickest way to find all the bugs, so then we can get the robot and get out of here.
3: Guys, I want to be honest, I don't think the robot's in the vault. Because, like, the vault will be... If you had a robot that could dig through things, and you dug it into a vault, there wouldn't be anything in the vault,
0: right?
2: Yeah. Is that
0: True.
2: A- and um, I think it might be the thing that was... Maybe it was the thing that was making the crack. Cause we're
0: yeah. Oh, by the um, yeah, you hear a voice prank. pipe up from uh Flex's back. Oh, I know that. I have purpose. Um, they found the the. You talking about the robot? They found it in the room where the campfire was. See, I'm important.
3: Hey, no one said you weren't.
0: <laughs> <gasps> I'm special.
3: Hey, now you're getting a little big for your britches. We're all just people, even though you're a door.
0: I'm a door. Do, 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 do. You hear echoing so, up the staircase.
3: Hey, my magic doesn't work on you. Shut up, bug. I <laughs> point my gun at one of the bugs.
0: <laughs> um, so
1: I'm going to ask the door. Well, they found the robot in the room with the fire. Is the robot still there? Or did they take it somewhere? Did you see where they took they it? They
0: started drilling it all over the place. They started drilling tunnels all over the place. And I think, and I think they found something real big because I haven't seen it since he's talking when about in the direction where the... Remember where the cobalt fled towards the elevator? They say they found it. There it that it. way.
3: When was since? Do you have a
0: concept of time? <laughs> <laughs> mm, I don't know. I'm sorry. I only know how to answer questions, hey, not the hey, concept of time. Th- no,
3: think about it this way. You met me, and I made you awake. That has been a length of time since then from now. How many of those segments of time has it been since you saw the robot last?
0: Uh, Ah, I saw the robot quite a bit of those times since. And and the idea is like maybe a day ago. Hmm.
3: Flex is weirdly proud that he's taught a door the concept of time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So now Uh, I'm learning about time. Oh my god, this is is like... uh, don't hug me I'm scared All it's gonna be one, it's gonna be it's gonna come and it's like let me teach you the concept of time even though it's a door
3: look well, oh, one God. day a thousand years from now Flex will be fully mechanical and mm-hmm. there will be the wisest most Gandalf door <laughs> <laughs> <at the laughs> apex of his chambers
0: but it seems like the other little um, attractants are upstairs so I don't know if you guys are gonna follow it yep okay. yep where We're am I following. at? Here we go. So you walk up the staircase, and the smell of finely aged alcohol fills the air. On one end is a bed, chest, bookshelf, and desk. On the other are crates and barrels. Two fancy rogues are laid out on the floor. The stairwell leading down. There's a. St- the stairwell is leading down between the crates and barrels, and a mini version of the vault door is next to the bookshelf. It has a single indentation on each side rather than three. Hmm.
3: So, how many dungeon actions are we spending getting drunk? (laughs) 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 One or seven.
0: The source of the smell of the liquor and alcohol comes from those barrels. And every barrel is just, like, finally filled with, like, finally aged liquors of all sorts. Just, it's been here for hundreds of years, you know. Been aging for that long.
3: I mean, when in Jishup? when I start drinking
0: <laughs> it's it's the tastiest liquor you've ever had and you get a you get a nice buzz from it
3: hey pop pop that robot in the door
1: she deactivates it and um, deactivates both of them and puts them in the door but also mm. could we not like cuz i know we're going to run out of torches could we not Make torches out of table legs. Is that oh, a yeah, thing there that can happen? yeah, and there's also
2: alcohol. We can like soak them into alcohol and make tor- torches using that. Just there like get go. rags, dip them in there, make torches.
0: Well, you have to find rags first. If you Flex start opening, a... do you guys start v- just looking through the room for those other attractnids?
2: Y- yeah, actually, yes. Yeah. yeah,
0: the crates have a bunch of old clothes, so you could use those as rags. And yeah. you also find two red attractnids in yes. one of the crates. And you also find two cloaks. You find an occultist's cloak. Which weighs one, and Saint Gerlach's vestments, which weighs two.
2: Ooh, okay. I'm getting the occultist cloak, and what is the other thing?
0: Saint Gerlach's vestments. It's sort of like a pope's outfit. Yeah, old man enough.
3: clothes. Do you want to wear old man's clothes?
2: Oh, definitely not me. <laughs> this, this stinks of holy things. Like I, if, I, if I, if I, if I, like, um, I'm the one to find them. I just like yeet it, and then just like hiss and draw back. I just like throw it across the room like you Mm -hmm. you want a rag you can burn that
0: (laughs) so you can actually make some more torches out of uh there are four chair legs and four table legs in here so you get plenty of torches to keep the lights going so you guys are set for a lot more exploring for well the rest of the session anyway
1: okay Awesome. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we do that, and then we drink. Obviously, <laughs> duh. Mm-hmm.
2: Like whatever, liquor we didn't use to um, to like make the torches. We just uh, empty. It's just like, or mm, I'm gonna keep some to use as like extra explosives, <laughs> and extra flammable things. Mm-hmm. If I if I like douse if, if like, hmm. I wonder if we like douse a bunch of clothes in this alcohol, and then and then throw it in the middle of the room, and I cast fireball. We can just burn a lot of things. <laughs>
0: you could but does that mean you excellent should? Plan. <laughs> no.
1: Well, now that's an excellent plan. Um so we we put these in the door mm-hmm. and she like shoves which, them which in the door. Which ones
0: you put which colors?
1: Uh the two we ha- Oh wait, we have matching of all of them. You had no, you had you
0: have 3 red ones and one blue one. Okay, so two red ones. Two red ones? When you put the two red ones in that door, the door shakes and it pushes open so it's the same as the vault door on the outside the big one this is just a miniature one and then awesome. as you open the mini vault door you enter an empty stone hallway there's nothing here except another mini vault door at the end of the hallway with a red and blue clockwork spider attached to each side so two sets of a, a set of attractants a red and a blue one on each side so there's the, uh, the last three or the last two
1: awesome uh can i take a peek through the door that they're in just to see what's behind it and then
0: you'd have to open it up by putting, you know, the two red ones in like you did before. Or remember I had, yeah, when it, you can't really open up, that's another vault door. It's another mini okay. vault door, so it open it can open the same way you did this one. You can discern that the the when they add the red one on one side and the blue one on the other side it's closed. So if okay, you do so it the same I way as before, it opens up.
1: Pull one of the blue ones, put my last red one in there and it'll open.
0: Mm-hmm and you can take them out after they're in the doors. So Oh, okay. This one opens oh, awesome. okay. it opens up and as it starts to open up, it kind of gets jammed and it finally opens up and when it does that, you feel like a rumble from like tremors all around you. Feels like the <laughs> the ceiling's about to come down, but but it stays put. It's a it's a pretty large tremor, but you guys get spooked by it a bit. And you look inside this room. Uh, and he, this has the smell of ro- the smell of rotten filth overwhelms your senses. You see animal cages, coffins, and an altar, and a chest beside a stairwell leading down at the very end, and two fancy rugs laid on the floor. The altar has a gothic aesthetic with a faint glow, and a faint glow. Wait, and a faint light glows from the staircase.
1: Awesome. Uh, hey, Ava and uh, Flex. This is more your speed. And Aletha's gonna go. Collect up all the bugs and make sure they're following her.
0: Well, Latha's is doing that. Is already Flex and Ava are looking the inside rugs. the room.
2: Uh, yeah, I'll look inside the room and see what stuff, like either dangerous, valuables, things I can find.
0: Mm, as you kind of pass by this coffin, you hear, mm, and you hear like a knocking, like boom, 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 mm, from one of the coffins, and then you hear squeaking coming from one of the cages. <laughs> So what are you going to investigate?
2: So there's like a there's like a weird knocking, possibly undead, possibly kept prisoner thing in a co- in a coffin, and squeaking from the cage. I want to investigate the, the thing in the coffin.
0: <laughs> you open it up and it's a zombie. Oh. So you have to roll for initiative real quick. So you and Flex, since you guys are here, you guys can roll for initiative. Just roll a D6 and add your agility mod.
2: I've got a ghost dagger. I'm not I'm not even afraid to use it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I rolled a three. So I've got four total.
3: Uh five for me. Mm.
2: Uh three total for me.
0: Okay, so first off is flex.
3: Uh I shoot it with my gun.
0: Oh right. <laughs> you take out your gun and you use that bullet to shoot at it. Go ahead and roll your roll a d6. Uh,
3: you know, two on the dice.
0: Ah. Uh, it was real close, but it grazes it, and it goes, and it goes to attack. Um, Ava, go Ava, go ahead and roll a d six to dodge it.
2: I rolled a two. Do I do I subtract my? Yeah, I rolled roll a two. My agility is one.
0: My agility. Is oh one. yeah. No, um, you don't. No, you don't subtract your agility. It's just. Yeah. It's just the dice roll, and you were able to dodge it. Oh, it okay. slowly it lumbers forward. It, it's very. It's, it has a very hard time hitting. So now it's your turn.
2: Okay. Oh right, because I had my defense rating or something, right? Do I add defense mm-hmm. rating to Okay, good. Um, oh my turn. Okay. Um, is is there like any attacks of opportunity something like that? Like, can I back away from it without any penalty? No,
0: it, it, it's sort of theor- this is very theater of the mine. The only okay. thing you got to keep track of is who is in melee line and ranged line. So.
2: Okay. Like, can I back up from it enough to cast a, vi- a fireball at it?
0: Yes. You back okay. up enough from it. You kind of back your way up to the like the row, rows of cages onto the carpet, and it kind of looks like an arrow going towards the. It's the perfect because of a whole bunch of coffins right there. So you not fireball right there.
2: Oh yeah. Okay. Great. Because it's uh, all creatures in a ten foot area in the same room. So like, how many of the coffins could I get with? Oh, that? they're
0: they're all of them. They're it's yes. in a perfect alignment.
2: So I, I have to roll to um, I, I roll right. My mm-hmm. intellect for intellect, and then I think my occultist thing gives me a bonus, mm-hmm. as well. So I'm gonna see that. Um. Oh, a minus D6 bonus to spell cast checks. So I rolled a two, minus two for my staff, and then. Oh, it um, hits
0: definitely. Yeah. Go ahead and <laughs> okay. roll your damage.
2: Ooh, yes. Okay, so then four plus two, six damage.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that zombie's fried, <laughs> and it bursts into flames, and all the coffins burn up, and it's just a smell of rot. And then they just all kind of like burn to ash right next to you. And then you hear like happy squeaking, like applause coming from one of the cages. <laughs> and you look over and it's, it's just a single, an, a single animal in one of the cages. It's a white rat with bat wings that sprout from its back. It looks up at you with intelligent eyes.
2: Uh, I'm going to, is the cage locked or anything like that? It's one of those
0: cages where you can just pull the thing up, like the pin up and open the cage.
2: Okay, uh, I, I'm going to first free it, and then I'm going to say, Aletha, I think you, you like pets, right? I think I think I found one.
0: Flex
3: has
2: it's his
0: a little, gun it's trained a little white, on it. It's a little <laughs> white rat with wings, and it seems <laughs> has a little bit at, higher than average intelligence, and it has little bat wings and it kind of flies around. and it flies around um, Ava, happy that you freed it, and then it starts, it's, it's free, and it goes off. Through the to that stone bridge where lathe is, <laughs> so this counts as another like master's bobble, except this flavored as a little white rat with wings.
2: Okay, hmm. <laughs> Snowy Part Two. <laughs> it's bad, <Yes>. Snowy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love Snowy. <laughs> yeah, I
2: know. All well, right, after well. After that
0: fireball, it started a slow tremor, and then was another huge tremor, and you see rubble next to where that stairwell is, like fall in and like you start to hear crashing all around you guys in fact a bit of rubble from the stone bridge falls out and actually creates it to where you guys can jump down from the bridge so you got Hmm. the the stone bridge counts as the main room now if you guys want to just jump into it
1: do we have so we have all the bugs now
0: oh yeah you have all the bugs Mm -hmm. got this little white rat friend who's flying with bat wings (laughs)
1: Shall we go open up the main vault and see if we can't figure out if they got the robot in or not? Yeah, or at least
0: whatever yep.
2: else is there for loot. Yeah, mm-hmm. sounds like a plan. Periodically,
0: at that vault door, you hear slamming, it's like boom, boom, and you're not. You see a couple of dents actually making it through, and they kind of look spiky, like a drill was was hitting it. But the door is still standing firm. It seems like it's just too heavy to break through, and it seems like a mix between. All the activity you guys are doing and the activities of it is causing all of this cave in stuff. Like it looks like a cave in is imminent now.
1: Awesome. Aletha quickly shoves the bugs into their spots on the door mm-hmm. and to get the door And what order to open are you up. putting them in? I have three of each, right?
0: No, you have four red ones and two blue ones.
1: So, red, red, blue, blue, red, red?
0: Yeah. A left, right, left, right. Yes. So the mechanics, if you look at their little things, they have magnets and one is positively charged and one is negatively charged. You can kind of see when you put them in, the red one's like pointing up and the blue one's pointing down. So it's like polar attraction. So you got the positive charge, one is negative. That was was the idea. So to close the door, you put opposites. To open the door, you put the same. So you got, yep, three pairs like that together and it starts to open up. As it opens up, you guys get hit by a spotlight that's on the top of this bi- giant bipedal mech. It's made. A, it's got all this clockwork, and it's got a drill hand and a normal hand. And you see, and you see on the front, you see two more of those uh, fixtures for those uh, those bugs, the attractnids. And inside, you see through the glass, you see three kobolds manning the mech. And now you got everyone here goes ahead and rolls initiative, because now you guys are all fighting this mech. So roll d d6 for everyone.
3: Uh, six for me.
0: So And did you add agility? Your I agility did. mod? Okay, cool. So that's four for me. That's six for Flex. I About the three. other two.
1: Three for me. Mm-hmm. So you roll and then you add the mod. That's an 11. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I rolled a six. Ooh, nice. nice. You nice. definitely go first.
0: Okay. Just a reminder, you guys can move all around the room because this is the main room. And there's those two wings on the back that you can move into, but yeah it's this whole open room the walls are, or the ceilings are crumbling down, and yep, Aletha can go first
1: uh she is going to shoot them twice um so Aletha has this thing called combat prowess. you may attack a number of times per turn equal to and we changed it to agility because Aletha is. Um, more of a ranger base than an actual fighter base, and uh, mod. Each attack requires its own D6 roll. If you have attacked at least twice and a subsequent attack fails, you cannot attack again this turn. Uh, so she's just going to shoot the two kobolds that she can get to in the oh, mech Oh, you twice. can't actually
0: shoot the kobolds in the mech. They're actually protected.
1: Hmm. She's going to shoot whatever is protecting them to open it up.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and you, are you, You're using the masterwork bow? The new one you just got. Yes. Okay. Keep in mind it does an extra damage, so it does actually instead of doing three damage, it does four damage. Awesome.
1: Okay. Okay. So explain. So fighting, right? Mm.
0: So rolling. You you were rolling for each shot. So roll for your first shot. Okay, so that's a one. Okay, that's that's a, that's a definitely hit. So you hit it and then go ahead and roll your damage or, no, you deal. That's right. You just, oh, you add your agility to the damage. So that's, you have five five plus, five plus four. So that's nine. nine. That's a yep. really, you shot like at the, at the, like the hydraulic thing or a hydraulic line of one of the arms. And it jolts around and it looks like they're having a hard time keeping it going. And you say you're able, now you're able to shoot again.
1: Yep, and that one is a two.
0: Yep, wait a second. Let me check something. Where is it? Um, because yep, that's a hit, and it does right, the so same damage. nine damage. damage again. It says eighteen so and far, and he hit another hydraulic line, and it's looking like it's about to fall over. She,
1: well, she's a, she's trying to cripple it, but in such a way that um that flex can bring it back, so that way. Oh flex yeah, can take the hydraulic
0: it lines are easily fixable and replaceable. Yeah, she's hitting those joints and whatnot. So that was Avis. Um, no, not Avis. Yep, that I'm was Olathe's. All... Next is Flex. So Flex, you see this mech is already debilitated. looks like it's about to just break down right right uh, after that. looks like they're about to charge over to Olathe. There's next
3: three people in the mech, right? Or mm-hmm. right. Does it seem like there's one pilot and two other people? Or is it like a Megazord? They're all doing... Very they're all, in one,
0: it looks like it's a one-seated chassis, but they're small enough to where they're all, like, bunched up and they're controlling different things.
3: Well, look, and- I have this prayer called Word of Command. Mm-hmm. I just want to tell them to get out.
0: Ah,
4: okay.
3: Like, it's one target. Could I make multiple favor checks to perhaps convince them all that this is a losing battle? please stop forcing us to wreck my new ride.
0: Yeah. You can actually talk. You can't really attack them like with a physical attack, but yeah, if you can see them in line of sight, you could actually target one with your command and to tell them to open the door. Yeah, that would work. Cool.
3: Like it's like one word. It's basically command. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm making dead eye contact through the cockpit shell that Olathe has, like, started to crack with her massive arrows. Well, actually, she and hasn't just... been
0: cracking, though. She's been just, debil- like, oh, the hitting the joints lines. and stuff, yeah. the hydraulic lines. Th-
3: their ship is sinking. Mm-hmm. And I just want to simply say, out.
0: <laughs> okay.
3: Uh, that is a two on the dice, my friend.
0: Yep. So, the one in the center, and now that you're looking... Now you see one of the kobolds in the center. You hit the one in the center. You say, out. And he immediately just opens up the doors. And you see inside, it's fully exposed are these three kobolds. One is the one in the center that you told out and open the door is wearing an emerald crown. Uh, I And the other two him. are just, they're they're all the same. It's just this one happens to be wearing a crown. Yeah,
3: no. I grab him. I push him up against the side of the mech, and I say, "Who is Hellweg?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. you have to wait until after combat ends. But yeah, we'll get to, we'll get to that. So next, so that guy gets out and stands in front of the mech, and the other two are looking like, ah, ah, and they're confused. Um, they look over and they're not sure what to do. So, well, what do they do? They start trying to. It can, they don't know how to operate the drill hands, so all they can do is start moving around. So they start trying to move, and they move actually kind of start backing like reversing back into the vault room, but they aren't out. They aren't in the vault room yet. Essentially use their action to, to move into range position to get ready to flee next turn. Like flee back into the vault Where room. Where are they going to run? They're in a vault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. So... But there, the mech is exposed. This one with the crown is out, and then he shakes his head like, "Wait, why am? Why did I get? Oh my god!" And he looks and looks behind himself, behind him, and then it's Ava's turn. Uh, so you see these two kobolds in the mech exposed, and you see this one out in the open, just completely exposed.
2: Um. Okay. Well, what I'm gonna do is, um. So yeah, th- there's. I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna shoot the one that's farthest from the door with the magic missile, and, and at the same time I'm gonna say like, uh, the other one, you you weren't you you heard what he said out." So I'm just gonna like say it, and then I'm also gonna shoot the one that's farthest from the f- from the door just to show them like it cannot stay in there. You're talking
0: about the two that are inside of the mech. Yeah. Okay, they're both sitting next to each other essentially.
2: Okay, but so, like one but is like. But you just do
0: you shoot one with magic missile to knock yeah. him out. I'm, I'm I'm assuming.
2: Uh yeah, knock him out, kill him. Uh, Ava doesn't care.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: So um, I, I rolled a five, but then minus two from that thing, and then minus a d six minus two, so that's a one.
0: Mhm. That works. Two on that. and that. Any deal? How much damage? I think it's one d six.
2: Yeah, it's one d six. I deal six damage. Oh <laughs> wow. I rolled max, so I, I guess the so one that that's guy, farthest you is from the door. He just blast that
0: yeah. guy out, and he just pops on. He's on the ground dead. And yeah. Now the guy is too scared to want to fight anymore. He realizes he can't control himself. He has to reach too far to grab everything. He just like ah, jumps out and starts running away into the into the vault. Actually, like away from you, and that's it. Combat is ended, and the mech actually hasn't been destroyed. And it's only been slightly damaged in areas that you can easily, easily repair. And this thing is impristine pristine because um, Olathe shot with that masterwork bow and just hit like dead on two, like it surgically hit two hydraulic lines just to just to stop it from moving so well. So you're easily able there to repair it. There you go. Unfortunately, there you go,
1: Flex. It
0: is still operational, but it's very hard to work. You can't use the the drill hand. Essentially. And at that moment you start to hear like crashing and rumbling a huge amount of tremors. It feels like it's a long standing earthquake, like there's gonna be a big cave in. And the place where you went by, it gets caved in. You guys can't escape the way you came back, so you have to that's, find another way out.
2: That's okay. I, I got portal. <laughs> I can just portal everyone into <laughs> a different to like the entrance. <laughs> yeah, the port the caster opens a portal to any previously <sighs> visited room to the dungeon that this room may be on a different um, dungeon level. This portal remains open for six dungeon turns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Question is, uh, all right. c- can we take the robot in the portal? Like, it, say that, like we were to go and then, and then, and then, Flex were to like take the robot through the portal.
0: Um, yeah, I'd say you'd be able to take the port through the portal. But, but okay, so you have a way out. The walls are crashing down. You guys have a way out. But there's one last thing that needs to be taken care of while you guys have limited time. Like I say, maybe like three to five dungeon turns where this place fully collapses, there's still that vault room. You haven't looked inside there yet. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. So these, those two kobolds, including the one that ran, the one with the crown, are running away. Like they're running towards the vault room as well. Hmm. And this place is crashing down. They seem to be running for their lives in that direction. But you guys have an easy way out of here
2: so okay so we have uh, three to five dungeon turns right mm-hmm. um should i cast portal now and then we go do the things and then come back or should we do the things and then i cast portal
3: i like plan a
2: okay so yeah. um yeah i'm gonna conjure portal and this portal goes to my uh little pocket realm
0: <laughs> okay so so that, wor- that, cost- that works just escape just an escape that would actually be fine it can it does can it, go to the very beginning of the dungeon if you'd like. So we'll just flavor it as that. That's perfectly fine. So yep. Does it cost
3: a dungeon turn to go into the portal?
0: Uh, let's see. no, no. Nah. Yeah,
2: it doesn't say. Then about
3: that. then then before we crack our three to five, let's very quickly move all of our loot and our robot to right in front of the front door. Let's put our luggage at the door, basically. <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's one of those. What do you call it? Like the, the stop and shop? What, what What is that that challenge where you go into a grocery store and grab as much as, as you can in a time Ooh, limit? Um, it's like that. You know what I'm talking about. Supermarket sweep. Yeah, that's what it is. Yes. <laughs>
3: that's
0: what you guys are doing as right I now. I love
3: that show. I can't believe it mm. took me that long.
0: <laughs> you guys have a few dungeon I turns love- to go into that vault and grab what you can.
2: Yeah. And by the way, awesome. everything that you see at the end of the portal is like just this walkway and lava surrounds them. Obviously it obviously has to be a dramatic entrance, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it looks like you're walking straight into hell.
0: <laughs> yes. So you guys yeah, walk I- into that vault room. There are treasure chests galore. It's like between 50 to 80 chests. Just some are closed and locked. Some are open. And the ones that are open, you can find a bunch of different just objects and items. You find like some gold bars here and there. You guys can start just eat gold bars. You find like priceless antique books. Um, of course, more rugs, <laughs> some some just some masterwork weapon weapons and armor, and scrolls as far as you can see. Yeah, so you're just seeing all these different is, priceless artifacts here.
1: Does does Archie show up at any point? Does who? Archie. Arch- exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, Archibald. No, Archibald is nowhere to be seen.
1: <laughs> awesome. Uh, so Aletha feels. L- less bad about not grabbing the books um <laughs> <laughs> okay at it.
3: this point flex freaking does a pass around the dungeon looking for his dumb dad make sure he doesn't die because of rocks
0: you can't find him embarrassing. anywhere
3: no nah. oh, oh okay so he's just out
0: yeah he's just out
3: oh first time he decided to do something
1: awesome uh so shall um well, now we have a lot of loot. Should we just grab some of these priceless artifacts for the museum so we can actually complete our job?
2: Hmm. Couldn't we just load everything into the in, into the mech and have it carry yeah. everything, and then we just it, walk it out the, the port? The mech
0: has a hand, and the hand can grab onto three of these chests, like it can like scoop it up, but not everything. It does
3: one of those cutaways where it goes to flex and he's just covered in chains and weight way- rings and like wearing multiple crowns. And it's yeah. like, I'm oh, sorry. Uh, who are you for? What? What?
0: <laughs> As you're doing that, you start to f- see rocks falling from the ceiling in the loot chamber. Like they're, they're crashing down. All the gold is like splashing all around you, past your faces. And there are some rocks coming down every, um, hold on a second. Each of you, let's see. So flex, you take. There are rocks falling from the ceiling. Flex takes four damage. Um, Ava takes two, and Aletha takes four.
1: Aletha's looking real rough, y'all. Mm.
0: Yeah, let's get out uh, of
3: here. This is, this isn't fun anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take my robot and go home.
0: <laughs> but you you're right. having a real fun in that robot because it's very easy. It was very like practical in its design as far as function. You're able to use it. There are some things that are inoperable because, of course, the hydraulics. Like, you can't use the drill hand, but the other hand is still working, and you're, it's kind of limping on just one leg and dragging the other. But it still works. It, even in this broken state like this, it runs like a dream. All you gotta do is make some repairs, fill some hydraulic but fluids, and you're set.
3: I don't care about that at all. Mm. I have one more robot than the average person. So even a broken <laughs> robot... Is a robot. <laughs> um... Yeah, so let's all safely get out of here.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. As Yep, you're able to make it that back to that portal with all of your loot and all of the riches and <laughs> gems and glory and everything just all wrapped around you. No anti- None of those stupid antique books. You don't care about them. You just care about the money and the glitter and the glamour and all the cool weapons that you guys found. And you guys make it through that portal as the cave just starts to collapse behind you with all those columns because you're in that main center area. So you see, you look back and see all the columns coming down and just crashing. Some rocks kind of come through the portal as Ava closes up, and now you're in hell. So it's like dying <laughs> without the pain. <laughs> so make you guys would be able to make it. You guys would be able to make it back then. You're going, you're going to turn in the mission. <laughs> I assume, yeah. So whenever you guys go back, you guys are able to turn it in. And he brought so many prices, artifacts back. Oh, by the way, um, Archibald made it out. He actually Mm -hmm. ran out when he started hearing more tremors. He started Mm -hmm. to realize that the place is about to come down soon.
1: (laughs) We assumed as much. Yep.
0: Mm -hmm. But he was able able to keep all the other stuff you guys put on him. I don't know what you guys gave him to carry, but he kept that stuff. Okay. I uh, figured you guys would have made it out somehow and would have been fine.
2: Question about the curse mask.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, you're going to have to find a way to get that off.
2: I, I and if I, you I want to just roleplay it
0: as going to an like a a decursor place shop or whatever to get uncursed for a price, you could do that, I guess, if you want to. Or you can have it be like a thing you're having to deal with for a while. Either way.
2: Uh, or. I could just um <laughs> uh if if I if if I I mean it's a, it's an object that belongs in the material plane, right? If I just go into hell, if if I take mm-hmm. the the quickest route to hell and then mm-hmm. just get resurrected back in the material plane.
0: There you go. <laughs>
2: that's another way.
0: Yep. That's a work around. There you go. <laughs> the mask is off. All... Like I said the
3: her- I, I feel like Ava just kind of like pokes flex and then he just ref- just is like oh okay and then shoots her dead in the chest yep
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then so. like actually before 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 he does that I'll, I'll just say um, I'll just say to Olathe Olathe uh, just take care of my dragons until I get back alright and, and then uh, I'm, I'm gonna send Penny and Malum over and I'll just tell them I'll, I'll be back just in a month or so
1: <laughs> alright <laughs>
0: So, Halatha you have Penny, Malum, six little boingy booths, and um, a, a little rat, white rat with wings all surrounding you. They're happy to be around you.
3: Flex puts <laughs> another notch on the barrel of his gun for how many times he's killed Ava <laughs> out of convenience. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> just another time. Hey, I mean, I uh, I I, I cauterized your arm wound uh, shut. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs>
3: Those are just the vessel. Um, exactly. Before Ava goes,
0: goes, though, the the museum actually, since you guys found so many artifacts, you guys are allowed to actually keep one with you. The mass doesn't count. <laughs> so, if, if there not. is something like Olaetha wants, wants to keep her that masterwork uh, wormwood bow. You can, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I guess, guessing that's sort of yeah. one you want to keep. But yep. things like the the Hoins handed ha, um, handed haversack or whatever it is <laughs> the, the, the not the, the, the bag of holding, let's just call it what it is. that's that counts like, as weekend. one um, another thing like like the, 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 the magical hat, the cloak, those are artifacts. So is there anything you guys specifically want to keep after this session or after mm. this mission?
2: Because I mean, they're letting
0: you go off.
2: Uh, I, I am going to, like... Um, I mean, Flex and I have a deal where uh, where every time he has to kill me of convenience, he can take whatever loot I'm carrying. <laughs> Except for my dragons, of course, but they'll just usually mm-hmm. fly off.
0: Um, yeah,
3: he rolls his eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah, you get to go off to hell for a month, and I gotta carry your stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's just like, well, hey, Which I of your you stuff do you want Flex to hold on to for a while?
3: Uh, it, okay, artifact-wise, because... Robot doesn't count. That's not an artifact. Nah. That's just mine. <laughs> um,
4: I can yeah, so that's, that
3: works. If I've already shot Ava in the chest uh, and you don't, do you, do you want your magic hat? That's not an artifact, right?
2: No, oh. like the, the crown of pretender. No, yeah, so no, I, I wasn't going to keep that anyways.
3: <laughs> speaking as the executor of Ava's estate,
2: we will take I'm the monetary vow, val- yeah, yeah and the, <laughs> executioner and
3: executor. <laughs> I'm the exec- executioner. <laughs> um, uh, we will take the monetary value of the first and second highest priced artifacts. Thank you.
0: <laughs> oh, and you can the... keep
3: them, but we'll we'll go ahead and take the gold for them, though.
0: Okay, so you're going to keep the bow, and you guys are just waiting to to get extra payment for. It's we like, do yeah, We want can arrange the thing.
3: That. <laughs> we'll just take the money.
2: Exactly. I,
0: they I, can arrange I, for there that. There
3: wasn't
2: anything I wanted,
0: anyways. <laughs> so you got your robot, which they per- allow you to keep. That's perfectly fine. And then you keep your. You got your bow, and then they give you extra payment on top of that, since you guys are allowing. Since you guys are like, you know, I don't want to give you guys all the artifacts. You guys can just give us extra payment. So they do. They give you a little extra payment, about one thousand extra each. So you guys get. A total of 5,000 gold each for all the artifacts that you guys recovered. And all like the combined value of the gold and gems and and treasures you guys found. And the rugs. Let's not forget the rugs.
2: Maybe you guys can milk your party member's death and
1: get even more from them. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Nah, we're good. 5,000 is enough. (laughs) Yep. Well, now it's been fun. Ava, see you on the other side.
3: Well, like between 1 and 1 o'clock, I'll be
4: side all right bye
1: okay so ava i'll see you on the flip side i'll take care of these dragons and uh flex this has been an adventure
3: i uh see you on tuesday for bridge right
1: of course
3: Uh, cool. So we go home. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. we, we did the job. Uh, hey, uh, you you want me to drop you off? And I'm like talking from the cockpit of my back. <laughs> <mech. laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I suppose I will just take myself on a little walk since I now have extra pets I got to manage.
3: Oh, I'll walk with you. And then it's like that scene of, like, you know, like the long street with the sunset in the front. And it's just a giant mech watching, walking next to a broken warrior with a bunch of pets.
0: <laughs> what, a, what, a wonderful, what a wonderful epilogue. Wait, when does Ava get shot?
3: Uh, she she's the pro. Oh no, she she's been long dead.
2: Yeah, I mean like oh, okay. I, I, I didn't want anyone to see me wearing this thing, so I'm just like I'd rather be caught oh, dead
0: than that. that. So works, it's okay. like yeah, yeah. literally they're, as soon as everyone's scared. like, <laughs> wait, what happened to your other companion? Did she die? in the and your guys are like, yes, sadly she perished. Well, yeah, I mean,
3: no, I'm just like, yeah, she, no, she's dead. <laughs> what what Ooh-hoo, is a freaking Oh, like? for
0: compensation, we'll let you have the mech. That actually works. Ava in Hell's the post
3: credits scene.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, so. I'm just explaining to my mom like why I'm back. I'm just like, oh, this mask wouldn't come off, so I just took the e- I, I just decided to take the easy way out. Anyways, y- you want me to do some work around here, torture some souls? Sure, I got some practice.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line before I shoot you. Or- tell our moms I said hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look
2: for your mom in hell. <laughs>
0: so with that, I'd like to actually share with the audience and the other players from the other, the other sister set, uh, episode of this, the epilogue of possible events. So here are some things that could have happened in this, in this campaign as well, or this session as well. The alchemists from The Potion Commotion, Greta, Ken, and Alana, have a secret laboratory where they brew new flavors for Hestia's bestias. Snowy the Rat, who debuted in Delia the Beast, is locked away in a cage, locked away in a cage again. A merfolk cult happens to grab Archibald while no one is around. The party follows them through a portal to stop a sacrificial ritual. Randy Stormbone, featured in Minesweepers, mans the elevator that the other cobalt miners from Big Burrow Incorporated used to access the tunnels. So those are the, all the other different events that could have happened. There are plenty of other Easter eggs and that I won't go into, but that's pretty much the gist of things that you guys could have ha- like, had happened and just ha- happened. This is ha- go Flex's second
3: thing. episode. I'm really glad that, like, his thing isn't just saving his dad. <laughs>
0: Yeah. In the event that he disappears, and you guys are supposed to kind of figure out, oh, that that pool of water. (laughs) And the I I still Hmm. like
3: the idea that he got kidnapped and then just worked his way out.
0: (laughs) The alternative, if he didn't go that way, was that he just like, oh yeah, earthquake caving. I'm out. (laughs) So he has Uh, a. He's not entirely like boneheaded. You know, he is. He used to be.
3: When I was when Flex was young, he was proud of his father
0: now and then and then mama died <laughs> and then everything became dysfunctional and then you met uh, ava I'm, and Olatha, and then things just went downhill from there
3: <laughs> but <laughs> not you really freaking, to quote d20 the ball is rolling up these are my best friends <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is i, I actually love you guys i've
3: killed ava four <laughs> times <laughs> <laughs> i know it doesn't sound like a lot but how many times have you shot your friend
2: who's also who's also a devil like you can you can say you're an experienced devil killer now
4: (laughs) and
3: it's just like and it's
2: just like Flex you know Flex is the only one I'll allow to send me into hell
3: (laughs) it's literally like you one time you got a really bad nail job and you're just like I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I got you girl.
0: And shot before, you in the face. before we continue on, I'm <laughs> going to have to cut a short guys. I'm sorry. Okay. So, thank you listeners for joining. Um, we joining us today, we had um Aletha.
1: Well, that was fun, y'all. See ya. And remember, if you want to hear more about Aletha or any of our other companions, Flex and Ava, you can always drop us a little comment, a little review, and then we'll read it. Perhaps Aletha will read it. Or Flex. Or Ava. Who knows?
0: Um, Ava.
2: Mm. Yeah, well, these uh, this crew is pretty good, I gotta say. We always find some nice stuff together. Look forward to it. <laughs> go look forward to going back back on the material plane, too. Mm-hmm.
0: And Flex.
3: Oh, I'm sorry. Were you talking to me? I, I couldn't hear you over the sound <laughs> of my mech. <laughs> 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 Goodbye, everybody.
5: Bye. Bye. It's the time of the show when we do a promotion swap with another podcast. This is a great way for you, the listener, to hear about other podcasts that you might enjoy. Have you heard of Does This Happen to You with Chris Kepler? This podcast is full of funny stories about life and befuddlement, a micro-audiobook just for you. Exploring the bizarre ways of getting through your day with truth is stranger than fiction stories. Here's a recent review. Five stars. Light, funny, bite-sized stories. Gotta love the dad jokes and puns. Thanks, Chris. Check out Does This Happen to You, a podcast. And if you're a podcast looking to do a promotion swap, send us an email at firebreathingkittenspodcast at gmail.com.